it was when I'd supported Catherine Ryan on tour somewhere. And by, I'm going to preface this with this isn't me shaming anyone. I just, I'd never experienced this before. I was quite young and I was in the car back with her and I got a message from someone who was an alternative shoe cleaner. And he was like, all I want to do is I want you to send me a pair of your shoes uh, used and I will lick them clean for £300 and send them back. I was early 20s living in London fucking broke. I was like, sold. Just recorded. Go on. Just recorded a sick episode with Lauren Patterson. Class one, um, right? Northern working class. Female. Stories just keep coming out of it. Um, they were a lot for the female representation, isn't she? She's amazing. Uh, we chatted about her doing Sydney Opera House and... Oh, she told us a good story. Times she told us a, a good story about some awkward porn. We've got all that to come. Uh, we nearly got arrested by the FBI halfway through. <laughs> um, so keep an eye out for that bit. Accidental, yeah. as you'll see. Um, what else happened? So much stuff this happened. It's like when you go and see a com- comedian and you go, oh, it's so funny. What was that bit? I, you know, oh, it doesn't matter. It was good anyway. <laughs> Just trust us, yeah, all right? It was great. It was brilliant. Um, You're going to really enjoy it. I tried yeah. out a new interview technique at the start as well. Oh, it's yeah. It's going to be a new regular like thing. Set, let us know if you liked it. Um, and if you didn't like it, I'll probably forget to do it next week anyway, so don't worry about it. Um, but before we get it going on the episode, what have we got to tell them about? Patreon. Always Patreon. Oh, my God. We're, we're like, not... We're, we're, we're fast gaining. Is that the right word? Gating. Gaining. Gaining. Gain. Yeah, you're gaining on them. Is it not gaining? Gaiden's brother. Fast okay. Gaiden. Um Okay, fast gaining. Yeah. On um six hundred. On, on a thousand. Well like, yeah, on a thousand, yeah. We're we're, we're over the hump mm. and we are trying to get to a thousand. Trying to get to a thousand. That is like remarkable. And I'm so grateful to everyone out there who is you're helping to fund like proper working class entrepreneurs yeah and it like we're trying to like bring working class um, <laughs> um what entertainment just voices in by working just, class uh, people and we're absolutely honored that all them patrons that have chosen to support us because if you want to join it means the world if you want to join that uh the, the ever-growing club um you can cult. do for just three pounds a month, you get access to all the episodes that are on there already. There's fucking loads of stuff on there. Over fifty ched sheds. Well, must be coming up on yeah. over ten specials now. Maybe if you're into this, a live and you're show into every us, Just fucking give it a go. Even if you just do it once, three pounds. Like, and that's not a lot, and it it makes a big difference to us. So it's cheaper than a telly license. Yeah, I know. And we we're not funded by nonces. There you go. You know what I mean? So you know, you want if you want to fund nonsers, then that's on you. But if you want to just be like sound and, and not fund nonsers, patreon.com forward slash the mild high gangsters. Fund pirates. Pirates. Um, yeah, there's loads of stuff on there. You get discounts on merch, tickets, you get free live show tickets if you're a ten pound Patreon, um, prints, sign stuff. There's loads of stuff there. You get to send questions into the guests. Um, you find out who the guests are every week. You get seven days early access on the public episodes, so you get to see them before anyone else, well before anyone else. Um, and yeah, there's just, just more interaction on there. It's like a direct link to us. 
And the, yeah, the just talent shows are insane. There's like eleven of them. Twelve and a sex 12 one. Twelve and a sex one. Yeah. Um, if you want to see a woman play a harmonica, harmonica with, with a, a fan, I don't know where else you're gonna get that than on patreon.com forward slash the mild high club. Um, also the specials we we do a special every month, uh, and they're insane. And they're so good, and you should go check them out. And we we come up with one on this episode that we're going to do. So fucking look forward to that one. Yes. It's going to be class. Yes. But uh, should we get on with the episode? Yeah. Have a good Let's one, guys. On. See you in a minute. Hello. Yeah. Hello, hello. We're back. <laughs> episode Sutton. 111, I think. All the ones. Uh, we're here with Lauren Patterson. Hello. Hello. Good. Hello. Very good, thank you. He's right. Is that your own merch? It's not the oh. girl who I went to school with, though. And um, I, I very much like it. She also does Fuck the Tories one. Oh, so yeah, Fuck them nice. Tories. Big fan. Yeah. Yeah. We, were just, we were just talking about clothes and that before we started recording. Did you have any, like, Im- clothes that could be considered really embarrassing? Oh. No. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. I went into Quiggins with my mum and my nan, in, like, like, dressed as a scally and come out dressed as a goth. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I was in, like, doing the montages with, like, in the <laughs> dresses and they keep spinning around and they go, yeah. Coming of no. age. and then they spin around again and they go, I walk out with like my flame shirt and my new j- <laughs> chains on and shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. I had some naughty low crotch elasticated chinos. Oh god, like they were low crotch, low crotch ones. Carrot? Yeah, yeah carrot. Carrot. I think carrots. that's what they're called. Yeah. Why were they called carrots? Yeah. I think it was the shape of the leg in it. Oh, it ca- like carrot leg. Oh, wear them with your like. Rihanna t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone had a little Rihanna from River Island. <laughs> I had um, like tops with zips on, like oh, you zip your boobs out inside of you. Ooh, yeah, zip your boobs out. Yeah, but I didn't have any boobs. Still haven't got any boobs. Oh. Um, <laughs> Never mind. But yeah, uh, it's all part of the. So just quickly to start off, Levine, I'm guys. starting a new. Uh, we can go back to this. I just want to get this little bit out the way. I'm starting a new interview technique. Ooh, I asked okay. you what drink. You want? Yeah. Um, I didn't get normal Dr. Pepper. Amazing. Because there was the shop I went into didn't actually have normal Dr. Pepper. So there's vanilla or cherry. Oh. I'll let you decide which one you want. Cherry, definitely. Cherry. Okay, there you go. Thank you very much. And I'm going to have the other one, and I'm going to see what it's like to be in the mind of Lauren mind Patterson. Of I think I'm one of the few <laughs> people who likes Dr. <laughs> Pepper. He is. He's doing great. I like that. I like it. Cause, I reckon you're going to think that tastes like shit, you know. What? I like, I like. Vanilla, so uh, vanilla like and any drink. a wine good. tasting? Yeah, I'm getting notes of doctor. Um, a <laughs> <laughs> little bit of pepper. <laughs> I was thinking this is like, who like, was Dr. Pepper? Well. Like, well, did Dr. Pepper make it? This is what I wanted to get to. Ah. Because when you asked me for a Dr. Pepper, I'd done a bit of research on Dr. Pepper. Say, <laughs> say a bit of research. I went You're on so Wikipedia. professional these days, Dean. I fucking love it, man. <laughs> You're stepping the shit up, mate. <laughs> uh, we nearly got 600 patrons. Got to start putting Ooh. a bit of effort in, haven't I? <laughs> Um, doing the research. <laughs> we were saying this before that like, we forget that our conversations are recorded. Because yeah. the amount of times I say I like MILFs just for a laugh on it. Yeah. And the amount of mums that message me now is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, so many people inquiring about his giant foreskin. Yeah. Like, Callum's got a very so large funny. foreskin, haven't you, Callum? Yeah, everyone messages me. Top of bag for life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, fucking hell. Well, Dr. Pepper. Yeah. It was uh, created in the 1880s Ooh, wow. by a pharmacist, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Uh, I don't know why it's called Dr. Pepper, um, but the secret ingredients of it, this is mad, um, it was it was out before Coca-Cola. Where uh, was it not by founded a, uh, by a man called Dr. Pepper? No. 
feel like I've been lied to. Oh my god! I've just said it was made by a man. Sorry. Called Charles and Alderton. Did you say that? I don't. I, don't I read know. it. I don't know if I said <laughs> it. I, <laughs> it. <laughs> it's I said it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is mad though. The the formula for Dr Pepper is a trade secret, and allegedly the recipe is kept in two halves. In, a, in safe deposit boxes wow. in two separate Dallas banks. Wow. That oh is a quest God. I would like to go yeah. on. Wow. Oh, my God. So there we go. What you see, look. That's this well what I'm trying to do. That. It was like the Big Mac sauce, wasn't it? Because that was a mystery for ages. Yeah. Is it just red and sauce and mayonnaise with gherkins know. in? <laughs> but Rustlers cracked it, though. Rustlers have, like, like a Big really? Mac sauce in there. Yeah. KFC. Really? KFC. KFC spice Herbs and spices. Wow. Mm. We should oh, try yeah. and make our own secret sauce one time. <laughs> I Sounds thought. naughty, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy <laughs> secret sauce. I'll let you two do that, yeah? yeah I don't think, I, don't think I want any part of that. special. Mm. <laughs> we can make our own sauce. What's in it? I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we go back to, want to go back to fashion? Um, we don't have to. Um, I, I loved, uh, like, Tammy Girl. Yeah. And then and then that closed down, and I learned early on that the thing she'd love, Olivia. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Never cool. get attached. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I definitely remember having that t-shirt that every like girl in the early nineties had. It was like a little cropped t-shirt, and the girl was like doing like a high kick or something. Yeah. On it. I'm sure that was Tammy Girl. Yeah, Tammy. Yeah. Was it a cartoon or something? No, Tammy Girl. Tammy. Yeah. And the I, I remember um, like the, the girls that I used to go to school with. They'd just walk in there with a see-through plastic bag and just stuff in it like that and just leave he's right i was like wow you can do that that's okay so <laughs> i did you used to rob when you was younger <laughs> See, i always remember right this is how i know that i was such a pure pure child <laughs> until i got older i remember being in like a shop with my parents and it was when mcdonald's were giving the beanie babies mm. away yeah. it's like with the happy meals but obviously i wasn't allowed to go to mcdonald's like too much and i was like i'm never gonna get all the beanie babies <laughs> and we were in like a shop and someone had left the McDonald's beanie baby toy and I picked it up and took it and I probably didn't sleep for a week. I thought that like I would have been little, but none you think, well I've stolen because I've took something for even though it was obviously like another kid had left it and I remember being like, I'm so happy but also so scared. (laughs) (laughs) Criminal, oh my god. Just keep trying to get rid of it and it just keeps (laughs) appearing in your bedroom like I want to get rid of it, but I love it so much. (laughs) I I never used to rob because I was I was too scared, but I robbed I think I robbed like a can of Coke one time when we were in school, just with like part of a, we went for a scram and they were like, yeah, you just help yourself with the drinks, but they never told them that we had the drinks, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I remember when we went to America when I was like quite young, we uh, went to like a Nike outlet over there and my cousins at the time were like still in prams, this is how long ago it was, and they had like, I think they just grabbed like basketballs on the way around just like because everyone was like looking around the shop and that and they just grabbed them and we were fucking halfway down the street someone was like hey who bought these balls? <laughs> yeah. And they were like, oh, I don't know. And they were like, fucking, <laughs> just fucking robbed basketballs out the I, shop. I accident. always like, used to rob from Claire's accessories because my babysitter was the manager. So oh. I just thought it was fine. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, it's, I don't mind people robbing off big companies. And then yeah. I remember me, me little baby brother. Especially if it's a necessity. You know, like people robbing fucking stuff from Tesco and that. Ah, yeah. Fucking let them go, will you? Absolutely. Like a lot of time when I was living in London, I'd be getting like the train back up in Newcastle and there's that big Pret-a-Manger in King's Cross. Yeah. And the amount of time I would see people take food and then look at me because I'd caught them. I'd be like, I'm not a grass. No. You're yeah. stealing food. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to like, I'll come no with you. Way. No. Exactly. Yeah. Just look at them and go. 
Put something in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> get two, get two. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to say then, sorry? Um, me, my brother, when he was a baby, like we'd just be walking around in his pram and then we'd notice l- loads of stuff under the pram and he used to just pick stuff up and ah. put it under. So one time, uh, there was just loads of balls of yarn. <laughs> <laughs> That's like kleptomaniac stuff that when you're just like, why'd you rob that? And like, I don't even know. (laughs) And then another time was a gold um, bra and thong set. Oh, nice. Which I'm now wearing. (laughs) (laughs) It's been kept in the family. (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, that was it, I think. Like, it's wrong, isn't it? You're not meant to do it. Bit scary. But I remember my mate once saying to me, we're going Tesco, what do you want? I'll get you anything. And I thought she'd won the lottery. I was like, oh my God, cheesecake, please. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Just uh, put it in a bag. Yeah, and then I was like, oh. Yeah. My, like, I used to hang around with people who rob stuff, like... Um, in, but the thing is, like, there's, like, a mad rule. That, I don't know how true it is, but where they say, like, oh, if you get out the shop, mm-hmm. they sort of can't really do anything. They can ring the police, yeah. but the police will take however long to show up. And well, you'll when be I worked well in uh, the supermarket during the lockdown, we got told you don't chase the shoplifters. Yeah. You just very much... Mm. So, like, so my, go, yeah. <laughs> my mate used to, like, go in the co-op, and he'd just be, like, staring at the security guy, just grabbing stuff, just putting it down his pants. <laughs> yeah. Like, so to the point where it was, like, his pants were comically filled with stuff. <laughs> You know, like, like stuff falling out the bottom of his yeah. pants as he's, but the security guard's like chasing him around the shop and he was just going, wow, fucking hell. And then he'd get outside the shop and then just go, yeah. <laughs> just fucking loads of stuff. But then everyone started trying to find like creative ways to rob stuff. Mm. So they'd like put stuff on the floor and wait for, wait for like the automatic doors to open and just like, kick it out the shop uh. and stuff like that. And people like throwing stuff into people's hoods to try and like get them to walk out with it in the hoods and be like, oh, nice one, lad. <laughs> When I used to work at Boots, um, I was like the youngest person who worked at Boots by like 50 years or something. I was only 18 at the time. I remember one day the security guard sticking loads of the tags to my back, you know, the mm. security tags, but I hadn't <laughs> realised. So when I left the shop, it was like, <laughs> and obviously I had like mad anxiety, but didn't know I had anxiety at the time. I was just like, why do I feel mental? Because <laughs> now I know it was anxiety. So suddenly I'm stuck, the fucking alarms are going off. And I was like, the security guard's pissing themselves laughing. And I was like, can I go? Like, it was Horrible. Uh, Such a bully victim. I, uh, I remember once I was on my, because I used to work in Levi's and I was uh, on my own on the shop floor. It was like in the evening, I was on the night shift and loads of traveller kids come in yeah. um, and they were just being dead loud and naughty and moving stuff. And I caught one of them just doing this and I, and I was just like, have you just put something under your top? <laughs> and, and he went, no. And then I just stirred him out and he went, like a magician yeah. <laughs> and I was like get out uh, that's yeah. funny that yeah. Well, yeah. I worked in a restaurant and the ru- I'm sure they shouldn't be allowed to do this was if someone does a dine and dash mm. you were susceptible to pay if it was your table oh, so oh, if it was yes. in your section of the restaurant and if they didn't pay yeah. or if they underpaid for whatever reason you're Yee. filling in Jump the rest exactly yeah. so I everybody was like super so no one people sometimes worry like oh my god my weight I just won't leave my table it's probably a restaurant yeah, yeah, yeah. where yeah. that's a rule mm. because they're just keeping a shit hot uh. eye on you and it was when I was in, I worked for the same company when I was in London and this guy commented stinking a boot and only thing he has not been home mm. like absolutely stinking a booze suits proper crumpled i was like he has had a big night and he comes in he was in my section and he got like starter mm. main glass of wine pudding and it was one of these like overpriced like burger restaurants anyways right. like, everything's super spenny so yeah. his bill must have come to like 30 40 quid or whatever just for him so i took his bill over and he went oh, i can't pay for this and i went uh, 
but, but yeah, and, uh, the whole time in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I, I can't pay for this either. Quid in tips today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if he can't pay, I'm earning notes. And obviously, anyone, well, most people work in hospital, you're working for the tips, aren't you? Mm. And you went, I've lost my wallet. I lost my wallet last night. Um, I can't pay for this. And I'm stood there like, like, don't cry in front of all the customers. (laughs) And I just went, well, why did you come here if you knew you didn't have the money? I went, you have to pay. He went, well, I've lost my wallet. So what did you expect me to do? Not eat today. (laughs) I was thinking, I mean, I'm sure your house has got food in it. Um, But if not, you know, I don't know your circumstances. Either way, you don't. Also, it's not your job to feed him. It was the way he didn't just, he let me bring the bill over. So it wasn't even that he was just like, I've got no intentions of paying. I'm just going to dine and dash. He was fully going to wait for me to bring the bill and then be like, not my job, yeah. not my problem. What are you do? Never mind. <laughs> and then you're like, I was really panicky because this is when I lived in London as well, so I really needed the money. And I went up to my manager and I was just like, this man can't pay and I can't pay. And, I, and obviously I'm getting hysterical. And I think obviously they didn't want the customers to know that that was the rule. And I was going, it's just not fair if I have to pay. Shh, you don't have to pay for his meal. You don't have to. But it's the rule that I have to. No, no, no. It's, a, it's not the rule, everybody. It's not the rule. <laughs> and I was Everyone so just hysterical. Everyone just goes, bails at the restaurants. Exactly. See you. She doesn't have to pay for your meal. Yeah. And luckily I didn't have to pay. But no, and you just think, fuck, like, yeah. I wasn't paying for, bloody hell, maybe I would have got you a burger. It's a little treat because you are quite fun. But mm. I'm not paying for bloody, you got a brownie as well. You're yeah, a greedy cunt. Yeah. 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 What, what, you take balls to do that, innit? So go. ballsy. I, I think he was definitely still pissed now, I think, because you knowing someone just reeks of booze. Yeah. Like, he obviously must have still been fucked. Yeah. But oh my oh, God. It starts to make a bit more sense now. now that In my yeah. head, it painted a picture like he had, he had a burger and a glass of wine and that. I was like, oh, he's quite an <laughs> established gentleman. Yeah. But now yeah. he just sounds yeah. like proper blad. I like, think definitely like oh, city boy <laughs> gone on a big night out and then just being like, yeah, well, yeah, right. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Isn't it a rule that the, the waitress will just get your meal yeah. if you've lost your wallet? No, no, sir. Some confidence that from him, though. Yeah. Isn't it? Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Dutch confidence in it. That was um, the same place I worked, right? Where and I saw a tweet or like something on Instagram like this the other day, and I was like, oh my god, this exact same thing happened to me. One of the chefs was lovely, really, really lovely. Every time I come in, he would be like, Lauren, so my, my favorite girl, how are you? I fucking loved work because it was only a little restaurant, the one I was in in London. So like, you got quite pally with the kitchen staff mm. um and then other days i'd come in and he'd be like oh, like so moody and yeah. i'd think what is his problem and then one day two of them were on shift and i realized he was a twin they both worked no. and i know this sounds like one of us completely <laughs> and i saw a really similar thing on social media the other day and i was like people are now going to think i'm making this up it's yeah. Yeah. It's on two of them and Bailey. one of them was quite like cold quite moody and the other yeah. one was like you are my favorite person and i was like there's two of you oh that's my god yeah. that's so funny was you calling them the same thing I, I think I was, you know. Now I think about it. Oh, yeah, he was moody with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. My fame's fucking Brian. never calls me by my name. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, it's horrendous, like, some of the stuff they met you doing, like, retail and hospitality yeah. and stuff. Like, uh, when someone came into Levi's, you had to, like, ask them an open-ended question. You couldn't ask them... Like, you couldn't even say hello. You had to be like, oh, I like this song. Yeah. Oh, fucking it. <laughs> like, you, know, yeah. you have to be in vans all the time. Yeah, just leave me alone. Yeah. It's so bad. It's annoying because the customers just want to be left alone. Yeah. And you're like, you can't let them in. But the company to wants like, to squeeze what? as many pennies out of them as possible. Yeah. And they make you do it for yeah. them. Can I have a taste of that? Yeah, yeah. Pepper, please? This is why I could never. I love the shop. And this is no shade to anyone who works there. These are lovely people. But I personally couldn't lush. 
I could because I'm quite anxious as well can't do eye contact yep. don't really like going up to people I don't know it's why like even at gigs I don't do crowd work I don't compare if I had to do a shift in Lush I think I'd have a mental breakdown yeah. <laughs> Larry can you go talk to that customer I simply can't <laughs> no I um, <laughs> I I was there like as a Christmas temp oh. and like at Christmas it's horrendous I think the eye had about 100 extra people yeah. and people like pass out in there really? because it's so hectic <laughs> and I remember um <laughs> Pass out. Yeah, people do. No, they're not passing out, they're just falling asleep because of all the lavender. Uh, give them some baths, bath yeah, sauce yeah. to sniff. Um, yeah, and I remember like, I, I literally stood, stood still for a minute. I was proper knackered because I had two jobs. And someone come out of the back and was like, you've stood still for too long. Fuck <gasps> off. Like, told me off. And I was like, oh, okay. I was just... Walk in a circle, I guess. <laughs> um, in and front then, of the camera. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I ended up like quitting. I told him I was quitting. And then, but because it's so big and it just got lost. Yeah. Yeah. might be listening. It's right there. Oh, yeah. Um, sorry, I forgot it was over there. Yeah. And then, like, they were calling me for shifts, and I was like, I don't work here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, Christmas bonus. It was horrendous. It's a tough, it's a tough job. So I think it's going to be like, national service, though, retail. Yeah. And I think I everyone. Well, like, conscription. Like, everyone has to go <laughs> through. Everyone has to do at least a year. Just so you learn how to treat people, because, you know, like. can tell who hasn't done it either. Yeah. I've definitely yeah, the people like, who come in and go jeans now. Yeah. Like, fuck <laughs> off. People who don't tip and go, oh, well, it's not my job to like fill in where their manager yeah, isn't paying yeah. them. And I'm like, I know it's not as bad as America, but have we? Yeah, like yeah. leave them a fucking tip. I think you can tell who's mm. not had to do the hospitality duty mm. and it yeah. shows. Some of you haven't worked hospitality and it shows. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> but I'm that really annoying person who I don't want to make it clear I've been a waitress, but I almost feel like bad now when I go out for a meal because I'm like oh, I know how stressful a job it can be so I'm always like thank you yeah, oh my god yeah. thank you yeah. thank you oh my god if it's not too much trouble thank you thank yeah. you and then yeah. at the end of the meal I'll stack the plates but properly because there's nothing worse than when a customer tries to stack the plates and <laughs> just fucking jenga it <laughs> and I'll make sure like all oh, the plates are nice and all the cutlery on top and I'm like thank you so much and my boyfriend's always like oh I get it you worked hospitality yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you don't have to <laughs> chill the fuck out <laughs> I haven't Works hospitality, and I think it showed at the restaurant special oh. when I got a customer to carry all the plates into the kitchen yeah. for me. <laughs> and you were also on mushrooms as well. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to, like, didn't that the bit wasn't in where I was going to him? Load me up. Uh. <laughs> I just stood there with my arms out waiting for someone to come and load me up. And then nobody did anything, and I was like, oh, I've got to do it myself. <laughs> okay. And then I tried to balance them, couldn't because my fingers felt like sausages. And then I just got the woman to take him in the bat for me you know you're saying about like you how old did you when you worked in the restaurants oh so i did that from 20 21 to like 20 oh, okay. 23 yeah. yeah i worked in one when i was like 16 or something like proper first job mm-hmm. and like my mates and that were all 16 to 18 as well and i didn't realize how young you are like yeah. serving people and that and i was in like some services getting a coffee it was one of them I think Tea Bay is it with, with oh, the, with the little farm shop so there's mm. a proper little coffee bit in yeah. there and I was waiting for a coffee at one of them and I heard them all going how old are you? like oh I'm 17 
Oh, I'm, only, I'm I'm 18 soon, and I was like, oh fuck off, you exactly. like little babies, man. Like yeah. it was weird, and then I was like, that's how old we were, fucking yeah. serving people food. And we're that, in the weird. lockdown, obviously, like when when I'd lost all the jobs and stuff, so I went to the supermarket for a bit, but then like comedy was kind of coming back, so I was like, I need something a bit more flexible than mm. like the supermarket. So I was like, I'll go back to hospitality because like, I can be like, right, I just can't do weekends, I do all the day shifts, whatever. So I went back to a restaurant for six months, and like I felt like a nana because I was 20 seven yeah. 28 and they say everybody was 17 yeah, 18 weird, isn't it? but by this mm. point i had me wits about us a bit more so knowing you're that age and those jobs and you're like yeah i can work 10 hours without a break that's fine <laughs> yeah. i was like the little fucking socialist being like you are entitled to a break right <laughs> after this amount of time if you haven't had a break you come see me have they said they'll pay you a taxi well you keep your receipt and you get them. i was like proper unionizing the whole thing. <laughs> yeah it's right they don't yeah. teach you that do they like i remember a lass coming up to me though she was dead canny though she was i think she's like 17, 18, it was obviously our first job. And like, I'm, I'm quite, I've always been good, even though I don't really like to talk to people because I'm awkward, I'm kind of good at hospitality because at least there's like a sort of script you have to follow. Right, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why I thrived in that kind of thing. Um, and like customer would come in, they'd be like, oh yeah, like table for whatever. Be like, do you want to sit down here and have a drink first? Or uh, do you want to go straight upstairs? What can I get you a drink? But this girl like turned to me and she went, how do you do that? And I went, <laughs> what, like memorize like drinks orders without writing them down? She went, no talk to people yeah. <laughs> that will come in time yeah, but will, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would, was it hard for you though at first like to because you have anxiety yeah definitely like just going up to a table being like i'm so sorry to bother you but yeah. would you like to order <laughs> and a stand-up help definitely yeah. i used to like uh, that's pretty much the reason i stuck at hospitality because that was the last job I had before I went full-time stand-up. I was like, this is a really good job for even just practicing little bits of material yeah, and practicing right. chatting to people. And yeah. I would continuously make really good tips. And I was like, it's because I can. Even though I've got like this mad anxiety, that kind of environment felt safe. It mm. felt almost like a sort of stand-up environment. And I was like, I can have proper crack with a yeah. tape. I'd be the waitress who the table would be inviting them to sit down with them. Yeah, and I'd be like, right. I really want to, but also I kind of can't. <laughs> 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 the best yeah. one was when I'd, I was, this was before I moved to London. So I worked for the same company in Newcastle. Um, and I'd been opening for Catherine Ryan mm. the night before. Um, so obviously this was a point where I was like, getting gigs but not enough to live off so like I was doing this the stand-up was paid or the restaurant was paying for us to get to the gigs to do stand-up yeah, and then yeah. I was kind of keeping these little like 50 quids or whatever like oh, I'm so rich yeah. <laughs> um and I remember I'd opened for Catherine Ryan in Newcastle and I was at the restaurant the next day and this table were like staring at us and I was like oh, I'm obviously not like serving them quick enough I mustn't be being friendly enough and then eventually at the end of the bill um when I gave them the bill the woman went tell your sister She's incredible. <laughs> and I thought, well, she's not, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and also, my sister's like seven years older than me. So I was like, what are they on about? I went, my sister. I went, yeah, 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 your sister, the comedian. I went, my sister, the comedian. Yeah, we saw her support Catherine Ryan last yeah. night. She was brilliant. I went, that was me. <laughs> and they were like, no, 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 she was a comedian. I was like, I'm a comedian. Yeah. But I think obviously this is people's like, misconceptions as well like they sometimes don't realize the comics they're seeing are like super early yeah. in their careers mm -hmm. and have got other jobs to support i had that it. perception yeah. when i started stand-up yeah. you, you see someone on a, a club and, and you, you go assume, they're professional exactly. and you go how long have you been going they go oh, i've done my first gig two weeks ago yeah You're like, mm. exactly <laughs> and this weird. woman like couldn't believe it and she was like no way she was like i thought you were a proper comedian and i was like oh that stings and i was like well i am i was like but i'm still at uni so like um you know like i i, I still got a day 
day job to like support me studies and also like to help us get to the gigs and yeah. stuff because obviously the money I'm making from gigs kind of isn't like enough to live off but and I had a proper good chat with her and I remember she left us like 20 quid tip or something at the end and like I'm sure she got a picture with us so there's a woman out there <laughs> who has a picture of me when I worked in the restaurant with me bloody cracked in <laughs> bun on the top of my head looking frazzled <laughs> but I remember like because obviously you know what it's like when you work them jobs but I was like 20 20 whole pounds <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. buzzing mm. but also like I think that's why I'm now like really nice to people in rest you don't know what side hustles those people have got mm. and I'm like if my tip is gonna help you in your other fucking hustle yeah. go for it and I was mm-hmm. like they need more people like you thank you thank you yeah. nice I mean I probably wow. went and spent it on drink but it's nice to pretend it supported the dream yeah. Dean hello is, is that covering one's face that my calm um, Doesn't need pushing inside out. I don't know. I, you, you're closer to that, that than me. I know, but you're. I, I, I'm <laughs> so. F- it's a tiny screen and miles away from me. I don't know. I always wonder, like, um, now my little feet don't touch the floor. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What were you saying then, Callum? Uh, when you mentioned that there's a picture of you on someone's phone, oh God, I yeah. always wonder, like, you know, when people ask you for pictures, because you never get to see the picture. You never get tagged yeah. in, do you? Exactly. You look like, you look like shit on, like, loads of people. And especially phone. when you've just come off stage as well, and you're yeah. sweat, especially, like, the fringe, the Edinburgh Fringe. Mm. My room this year, so I was on at half past 12 in the afternoon. Fucking love that, by the way. Like, a daytime fringe. <laughs> I was like, who's going to want to come see comedy in the day? But then I realised, I was done for half one. Yeah. Yes, please. And people are Amazing. coming out that pissed, even. Exactly, like, people are coming. Like, people are, like, fully alert and stuff. But obviously, fringe venues get hot very quickly. And for the first time, and probably since the dawn of time, Edinburgh, last year, was wave. tropical. Yeah, Absolutely right. tropical. Uh. So at the end of my show, I'm like glistening like proper <laughs> like shiny sweaty people would be like can I have a picture and obviously you know you have to say yes because well, like, I'm super super grateful that anyone's come to see us if you want a picture I thought you've paid for a ticket of course absolutely but then you're aware you're just in these pictures looking like a Madame Tussauds <laughs> waxwork who's just like <laughs> set on fire like oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, say, people hardly ever post them and I'm like is that because I look like trash and you're like oh god yeah. or is it people are like this is mine yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I always say to people know. like I always go they go, oh, can I get a picture? I go, yeah, why? And they go, oh, I just want one. I go, yeah, but you're going to post that and everyone's going to go, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> who's that fella you're with? Some lad you met on a night out or something like yeah. It's like people yeah. record you, you know, when you're on stage off yeah. the phone. Yeah. It's like just that? fucking watch yeah. it. Yeah. Watch it, yeah. I had a fella in, in an airport take a picture of me on my own. You just, you, you just <laughs> went. you a fan or just? No, it was because of all my tattoos, I think. Yeah. He stopped me yeah, and was like, whoa, and just took a picture of me and then went, thank you. And left. Yeah. And I was like, so somewhere out there, there's a picture of me in Kuala Lumpur Airport just going, uh, <laughs> what would you do if you were a meme over there? <laughs> like a massive oh, one. Have him like Next fucking you go the back, Simpsons. You're like, <laughs> like Mr. Simpson, yeah, uh, Homer yeah, Simpson yeah. being on the fucking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd what be amazing. Yeah. So you've been to India? No, it was it was Kuala Lumpur on mm. the way to Australia. Because I had this when I went to India. I didn't realise people are super keen to take a picture with you. Obviously, we've been like a white woman. Yeah. China. Like, I'd never experienced that. And I remember being in Mumbai and all these people being like, can I have a picture? Can I have a picture? And I was like, am I famous in India? <laughs> like, this is amazing. And then I got to all It's obviously like, no, it's because yeah. like, don't Cockish, often see yeah. that, especially a blonde, like, white yeah. woman. I was like, this is bizarre. And again, like, you know, what are they going to look at? Look yeah, at yeah, I met. Look at I met. Never believe it. Look mad, it? Yeah. Look madder in real life. Yeah. This is, it looks different. I know it was weird in real life. Should have seen it in real life. <laughs> <laughs> even whiter so how old was you when you got into comedy 18 18 hello bobby i was just having this conversation last night because i was like i'm 30 this year it feels mad because like 30. my entire 20s have just gone one time my entire adult life really has gone to stand up 
So I think a lot of people in comedy who've known us the whole time have got this weird perception where they know I've been around for ages. I've been doing stand-up 11, yeah, but also I'm still young. Mm. So I think people kind of forget how young I am. Someone just a couple of weeks ago was like, Aaron, how old are you? I was like, I'm 29. They're like, but you've been around forever. I was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I was just really <laughs> fucking young when I started. Yeah. 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 That's cool. And what what was it like starting that young? As an 18-year-old. Yeah. yeah, and obviously a northern working-class woman. Like, it's not that common, is exactly. it? Exactly. Like, even even now, so I'm, like, 29 now, and I still find myself as often, like, the well, like, the only woman on the bill, yeah, but I get why, but, like, still, like, the youngest woman on yeah, the bill and the yeah. youngest person, mm. even the youngest person on the bill, and I'm like, that's mad. But, like, back then, I think if I'd done that now, it would have intimidated us, but back then, I didn't have the fear. Even though I was, like, super anxious and a bit awkward, I didn't have that. I didn't have enough of a knowledge of stand-up to be scared or be yeah. intimidated yeah. by it. So I just fucking loved it. And I was like, this yeah. is fine. Like, this is nice. Like, And I think that's why now I get on with older people really well mm. because my entire, like, formative years were just spent in green rooms were like, blokes yeah, in right. their 30s and yeah. 40s. And for me, that was just totally normal. Yeah. And... I remember when it got, because I was just thought it's a hobby. When it got to the point, I was like, shit, like this could be a career. I remember thinking, I don't really see or hear people like me. And then I was like, well, shit, then I'm I'm going to have to be that voice. I yeah. want yeah. I want people to sit there and be like, oh, if she can do it, like I can do it. So yeah. weirdly being like, like, a, like say like a working class Northern woman, if anything, just spurred us on because I was like, fuck it. Like yeah. if that voice isn't being heard, going to be the one to like, exactly yeah, like... Yeah. Got a responsibility. Yeah, definitely. And even when I did my first show in Edinburgh, I wanted to be at the Pleasance. Mm. Well, I had two venues. I wanted, I wanted to be at the Monkey Barrel. I wanted to be at Pleasance. And then um, Monkey Barrel used to be run by like a different person and they didn't want his. And I was like, cool. Um, so I went to the Pleasance and a few people were like, oh, but the Pleasance is always like middle class act and this and that. And I was like, that's why I've gone to, to be, be a working class voice in that venue. Yeah, yeah. And I think mm. sometimes people can be very hit up on, oh, but that isn't for people like us. And yeah. I'm like, well, that's why it's all the more important to be that voice mm. there. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. wanted to be <clears throat> a northern working class voice in a venue that didn't have those mm. voices because I thought, well, if yeah. I don't go there, like then that that is just going to be a place yeah. where yeah. one to voice more, is heard. Yeah. 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 Some people, some people's perceptions so warped of us because they've not spent any time with yep. us, or so to be able to just go out there and tell it how it is is very important exactly and yeah. i've never compromised on like who i am or what i want to talk about and say if people are like oh well the industry don't really don't really want to care about that no, i'm like well, cool yeah. i don't care yeah, i'm yeah. not doing yeah. what i do for the industry i want like young working class lasses to come see me and be like i want to do that yeah. i yeah. do that because i didn't really have that when i was younger mm. and, like yeah. i love how many more women there are on the circuit now northern woman working class women and i think it is i'm not saying it's because of me at all but it's just of seeing more people yeah, like me, like definitely, yeah. like definitely. I uh, I I love the American scene, and yeah. I like they're like my favorite comedians, and the who I sort of look up to, like uh, Whitney Cummings, um, yes, Ali Wong's amazing. I love Ali um, Wong. Even like Ali Wong filming her special, pregnant. Like Some what a fucking boss man! Super tight dress, yeah. so she just looks like trashy and like exactly. Yeah. She walks like it. that. And she's like, yeah, like a homeless person. I'm what? I want to. I want to give birth on stage. Yeah. Like <laughs> just take it to the complete next level. Like absolutely. That'd be insane, that. Yeah, and the water water birth, just like in a paddling pool. Yeah, <laughs> I can see her doing that. You know. Yeah, and um, Taylor Tomlinson, she's gone <gasps> obsessed. Yeah, with she's gone uh, massive. You know, like yeah, it's boss, and I think. Um, I'm excited for the UK to get more like the America. Definitely. 
that'd be good. Yeah, it yeah. seems like it's slowly happening, eh? Probably take a few yeah, years and it's because of podcasting, I think, as well. Yeah, definitely. I think so. Mm. Like, there's now just so much more of, of how it should be, which is we want your voice. We yep. want like people yeah. to be authentic, and mm-hmm. you and don't have to have lived a certain life or yeah. gone to a certain school. If it's just white men telling a story, mm-hmm. that's that's the history of the patriarchy. It's not the history of us and our culture. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. And, and as well, like more comedians are getting behind comedians now because, like, the internet and that they realize that it's not it's not one path that you have to get, and it's like yeah. cutthroat to get to live at the Apollo or whatever. It's like, oh well, you got this podcast, I could jump on that, and then you know, like we've just boost each other, share each other's clips, you know, like get exactly. more of a community. And I think the North is so good for that because if yeah. there's one thing. Northern people do well, whether it's Manchester, Liverpool, Newcastle, it's get behind their own, behind like champion their own. And <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love that. I absolutely love it. I remember at the end of my, in fact, I think I've, I did it my first and second year at the, no, it was my second year, sorry, my second year in Edinburgh. So obviously I'd had an amazing first Edinburgh. At the end of my second show, I plugged every female who was debuting oh, that year, because that was the year, there was a lot of females debuting that year. Um, so I plugged every woman, blah, blah, blah. I was like, go see this person, this person, this person. I did that every day. Someone came up to us, another comedian, and went, why are you doing that? Yeah. I went, doing what? Why are you, like, advertising other, like, solo female comedian shows? Why are you doing that? I went, because I had a really good year last year, mm. and I want to pass that baton. I want to, like, champion other women. Like, I think it's a really good thing to do. And they went, they're going to take your jobs. If you're, like, signposting where to go, then what if they end up taking your jobs? What if they end up getting ahead of you? I was like, that's not... One, that's not even the way I would think. And two, they're not going to take my jobs. Like, that job then wasn't for me. You can't listen to that band because what about this band? They'll never have a listener again if you you take them. And you might as well go, oh, well, when you tour, you can't have a support act because that support act is eventually going to do their own tour and take your audience. Yeah, and then take me on tour open for them. Exactly. (laughs) If they get bigger than me, then I'm fucking open yeah, for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's a lot of cunts in this industry. Yeah, just makes sense. It like because there's so like I know it seems when you're in it that like everyone fucking does comedy now, but like the the, the pool of comedians in general is so small mm-hmm. that you should all be on the same side. Oh, absolutely. We it's us against them. Yep. Yeah. yeah. When and and in in the midst of us, we're all going. Fuck off! Get yeah. down! You get down! Yeah. Fuck you! It's just me. It's like no, we we we're all in it together. Like we're all doing the same thing. Like even on a, a comedy bill of like three completely different, diverse people, and that you're gonna have the whole crowd split between mm-hmm. that one was my favorite. No, this yeah. one was my favorite. Doesn't fucking matter. Exactly. You can all smash it. All get your own little followings off the back of one and I've gig or whatever. Said like I'm not stupid. I know I can't please everybody, and I think yeah. that is the best thing you can learn in comedy. And the quicker you learn it, the better. You are never going to please. If you've got 100 people in the room, no way are all 100 of those going to like you. That doesn't mean Mm. you're a shit comic. It's just everyone's got slightly different tastes. And the second I sort of learned that, I was like, I'm never going to please everyone. That's absolutely fine. And just focus on building... People Your you audience. are gonna please, yeah. yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, there's enough people out there. Like the fact that Mrs. Brown's boys is so popular mm-hmm. and it's it's like painfully <laughs> unfunny. <laughs> just shows you that like yeah. there's there's, there's they markets for everyone. Oh, Edward fucking punched his wig off. Uh, <laughs> I've been taking testosterone tablets. So I'm getting quite aggressive. I told the child to get off my car last night. Yeah. <laughs> um, how's the cherry Dr Pepper? I like it. it. Nice. I really like it. Yeah. 
They're nice. Have you got? I, I want to hear any other advice that you've got because I've I've done my third gig. Oh, Amy's just started stand up. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Because I'm a people pleaser as well. I'm very anxious. And I don't know about you, but there was a really good like cartoon that Damien Clark drew, and it was like um, the view from the stage, and then it was like, but what the comedian sees, and it was the one person mm-hmm. yeah. like yeah. that, and like I'm I've really. I got told off by a promoter a few years ago because I wasn't looking at the crowd. He was like, you don't look at the crowd. And that's when I realised how much I struggled with eye contact. And I thought, I'm not going to force myself to do something I don't want to do. I was like, how do I... If the promoter's noticed I'm not making eye contact, that means everyone's noticed I'm not... So now, the opening bit of like what I talk about is how I don't make eye contact and why I can't do it. And it's like, that's like another bit of advice I'd give. Don't like change yourself... Mm. Or just because you're like, oh, well, I think that's what I should be doing or what they'll want. If there's something quirky or weird about you, just fucking lean mm. into yeah, it because yeah. it's what, like, find your voice. Yeah. And that for me was like when I started doing hour long shows. I think I was always a perfectly, like, I'm a reliable circuit actor, I would say, even now. Like, I've obviously got a reputation. But um, I think people were quite surprised when I did well in Edinburgh that yeah. first year because they knew. M- and I think you'll agree there's still that divide between circuit act, Edinburgh act. Definitely. You either, yeah, yeah. You've either got a smashing 20 on the circuit or you can smash an hour in Edinburgh. And I was a solid circuit act and working class and northern and a woman, all of this. I was very much in the circuit pigeonhole. And then I fucking bashed out this beautiful hour in Edinburgh yeah. and everyone was like, she can, she can do both? <laughs> oh oh my God. And doing that show taught me how good at an hour as well because... 20 you've got to be bang 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 jokes whatever mm. I like telling stories that's yeah. what I like to do yeah. and I'd had a few reviews before that are like mm, you know what? our laugh rate isn't as high it's not that she's not as funny or that comics just pat more jokes in and that's because I was telling a bit of a story while I did my set and I was like oh well, maybe I'm gonna have to stop doing this and maybe like focus on like more like upping me laugh rate mm. and then I did that Edinburgh I was like no I am clearly good at storytelling. I've got the beauty of being able to do that over an hour. And if I still want to do that in a 20, that's fine. Exactly. If someone else gets 80 laughs because they told 80 jokes, but I get 40 laughs because I told 40 jokes. Mm. Like I just told less jokes. It doesn't mean I was less like funny sort of thing. And just, I think finding your voice is the absolute, once I realized I was a bit of a storyteller, I was like, sick, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I yeah, like yeah, to right. do. And I think that's what works for me. It makes us yeah. relatable in this and that. And the thing with like telling stories, whether it's comedy or not, is your audience is getting like a chemical cocktail in their yes. head when they listen to you tell a story. Uh-huh. And there's uh, like, they get dopamine, oxytocin and endorphins just ah. from like, the anticipation of the story. Yeah. The connectivity makes you both feel more human. Exactly. So it's a full different experience. And I uh, have noticed as well, because sometimes I worry doing the style of comedy I do, when you get a bit of a rowdier room, you think, how the fuck am I going to get their attention? Because someone who's bang, joke, bang, joke, yeah. joke. And you think, fuck, they're not going to listen because I've got slightly more pauses in mm. mind, slightly more, go- oh my God. But I've, not always, but most of the time I think because of the style I do, people are forced to listen. Yeah. And some, like I did a really rowdy gig a couple of weeks ago. And I remember I was stood at the side, like genuinely shaking. I was like, this is going to be really fucking tough. And my boyfriend was there and I was like, he's going to see me die. <laughs> oh God, I know. The illusion's going to be shattered. <laughs> it's always the worst. Like, exactly. Because I make my boyfriend call me two-time Edinburgh nominee, Lauren Patterson. Like, uh, <laughs> he, he did a Facebook status when I got nominated In last bed. year. And I was like, can you edit that please? Yeah. To mention the fact that's actually the second <laughs> yeah. nomination. Put some fucking respect on my name, yeah. Tom, please. But I was like, oh God, like all oh, the illusion's going to be shattered. But it was like this weird thing where the second I came on and like asserted my and it was very much I was like this is the style of comedy they listened 
they just yeah. listened and even he was like it's mad like just the style you've got it does almost force people to like, like stop and it's like a mass hypnosis and i think i've got quite a nice voice as well i think i've got mm. that quite little little lull. it's very cheerful and melodic because exactly. of the, the accent and that lures them in yeah but yeah find your voice find your style well, the accent might help with the fact that people have to like listen in a bit more to yeah. understand it, do you oh know what God, I mean? Definitely. If it was like, say, if you were from down south or quite middle class or whatever, and you're trying to do that same material, do you yeah. hear the voice and go fuck off? Exactly. But then you come on with like your accent and that, and you got and you got to listen a bit more to pick up what you're actually saying. Yeah. You and then by that time, all? you're in the no, story. I then used you know to I mean? when I moved to London. So I lived in London for four years, and I was really self-conscious about my accent because suddenly, for the first time in my life, I wasn't around lots of people who sounded like me. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, do I sound stupid? Do I? Sound? And then people would make little comments, and when you think. Like they've they've just made a dig that they think I'm stupid, so they obviously think I'm uneducated. Do I sound uneducated? Yeah. Like what does uneducated yeah. sound like? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got really paranoid about it, but then because I'm a stubborn little bitch who done stand up for quite a while by this point already, I just thought I'm doubling down. Yeah, I'm doubling yeah. down. If anything, I'm going to make my accent even more pronounced. Yeah. I'm not fucking dilute. I know you can understand it. Yeah. If yeah. you can't understand it, that's your snobbery. You all watch Ant Deck every fucking exactly, year on, on yeah. a. Thing. You just know what thing. I'm saying. Yeah. And I do voiceovers as well. And I think the second I started getting voiceovers, gave me this massive like confidence boost about my voice. And I was like, you know what? I've got a nice accent because people wouldn't be paying me to oh, talk yeah. if they didn't think I'd had a nice Unless accent. It's like a benefits advert or something. <laughs> well, the first couple I did get were for like cleaning products and stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm very much sticking with yeah. a working class voice. But I did like um, the narration for like a, a show and I got tagged in a tweet one day. Somebody being like they tagged me in and were like how did she get this job now bear in mind that person had obviously These had to pause the, the program press obviously in world, information you know? or whatever to find who narrated the program because it's not like you know i'm a famous voice narrating a program you know like when like bloody benedict cumberbatch will narrate something or somewhere don't know why he was the first person oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in my mind um so she'd obviously then have to pause it find my name go on twitter find me on twitter and i thought straight away Knowing how many steps you've had to take to send this to me, I feel sorry for you. And you're I feel sorry for you. You've got like not enough going on in your life to make you happy. That mm. th- this is going to be the happiest part of your day. Tracking me down and telling me and she tweeted. She said I didn't. She didn't know how I got the job. She said my voice was vile, um, absolutely vile. She said vile twice in the tweet, <laughs> and I was like, God, what bloody two hundred and forty characters, and two of them have gone on vile. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> said she couldn't understand us, and I thought, well, you can. I know I've got an accent, but it's not strong enough mm. that you, a woman born and bred in the UK. Can't understand. He wouldn't it. put you on an advert. Well, exactly. <laughs> like, like it makes I no have sense. Got the job. So I have to watch the advert and go, "What did she just say?" Exactly. <laughs> what was she advertising? She said she had to put subtitles on, <sighs> and straight as soon off. as she said that, right, I looked at and like, clicked on her profile, and she was from London. Oh, she's deaf. And straight away, I was like, <laughs> "This is snobbery." Yeah. I was like, yeah. This, yeah, this, yeah, class isn't, isn't that proper. "This isn't that." You can't. You've heard a working class regional northern voice. You have your own perceptions yeah. of what mm. that voice is. You've decided you can't understand me. You've decided you don't like me you just don't like this accent which fair enough we've all got accents we're like but i just knew it was drenched in classism and snobbery mm. so I just had, and then she was like in the end i just turned the program off and you know what i did every bit of me fiber of me being wanted to reply to her and put her in a place and i just thought it's not, not giving me the satisfaction mm. she's got more not time than you. you exactly the fact that she's gone out of her way to write so that tweet exactly. means exactly she's got plenty of time on her you'd hands. send a reply and then i like, have to drive to a gig yeah she'd be there straight away going fuck you straight away yeah, you know I like because they've got fucking not better also, to do exactly when people have a go at like your voice or something it's like what, the, what do you want me to do yeah <laughs> that's what <laughs> gets me yeah, yeah. 
rough it. I always think it's the worst thing. I'm like, you can't change it. Exactly. I can imagine changing your voice for one person. Yeah. And then all your mates being like, why'd you talk like that? And like, oh, Susan from Susan from Wessex said that I sounded vile. So this is this is how I talk now. I'm like, fuck off, lad. Um, so we, we chatted a, a minute ago about uh, the dream man. Sorry, um, we were just, I don't, I don't know if we were done on that little bit, but um, have you heard the theory of like there's a, a face that a lot of people have seen in their dreams? No, but I have heard, I don't know if this has already been discussed, I'm sorry, that your brain can't conjure up new faces in dreams. Mm. So every face that you appears in your dream is someone you've seen before seen, yeah. which is my your brain doesn't you have might not the ability. necessarily know them you might have just seen yeah them you could have like walk past the chinese man's dream oh, exactly yeah. <laughs> every night yeah he looks at me every time he goes to sleep <laughs> yeah. anyway like. <laughs> so is this like one person that comes up in everyone yeah, so there's like a picture of him but it's yeah. kind of like a it's obviously like a rendition oh. of him because you can't take a Talon's picture of a dream man it's like so are you getting people, people have seen him appear in dreams and then someone went to like therapy over it to like no talk because it kept appearing so then they done like a sketch of like the face ah. and then someone else done the same thing and went to therapy over it and then it just like it's a proper slender man like vibes yeah. i don't think it's necessarily anything like scary yeah. though i think it's just like the, the same fella Ooh. type of face keeps appearing and they think like he's, he sent he sends like messages to people in the dream and oh, stuff. I hope he looks like a nice little kind granddad kind of yeah Hairy granddad. This man here. Oh. Oh, you know um, what? So that's him. He would give you, you know, like if you're on the train and you're paying for like a cup of tea, but you're like 10p short, he would be straight in with a 10p, <laughs> wouldn't he? Yeah. That's a kind face. Yeah. Big eyebrows though, innit? I know. Oh. It looks like I'm showing you a picture of me granddad, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the mouth's a bit creepy. I was going to say slightly the creepy, but creepy. also harmless. Like, mm. where's your top lip, bro? <laughs> he also looks like someone who might get caught on one of them fucking paedophile Nonce, videos. Yeah. Yeah. You ruined my yeah. holiday. You ruined my holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he talking about that? It's like still one of my favourite bits I've ever. Like he was talking about it on their podcast, and he fucking he was crying because when Wasn't starts laughing, he screams as well, doesn't he? And he was saying about that fella. I, I think there was a little a little person who he caught, and he were like, uh, "Kick yourself in the head four times, and we'll let you go." <laughs> And he kicks himself in the head and then he goes, you're not fucking going anywhere, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and Wozniak's talking about it and he's screaming, laughing oh. about it, man. That's all I can ever think about when I think about them. I've always thought, not that it's a job I would want to do, but because I look young for my age, I would be the ideal Eight. person to be <laughs> people, yeah. like absolutely, like undercover. I don't, I don't think I could do it. Because like I think I'd get too waggy. Would you do yeah, the text you know, and, and you're stuff? like, we watched a documentary not long ago, me and me fella, and it was like the girl, like, the, well, the woman, who's obviously like, she'd sent, pic like, not she hadn't sent any inappropriate pictures, but the picture she sent of her face to prove she was a girl sort of thing. And I was like, oh, maybe if comedy doesn't work out, I'll just ring up the police right and be you, like, hey, yeah. <laughs> do you need any nonce bait? <laughs> <laughs> didn't you send the picture? No, all right for nonce bait this yeah. one, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, I got asked to be, uh, if I pretend to be a 13 year old. Really? Yeah. And I was like, um, stay right there. I'm just going to Not by vigilantes, <laughs> by an actual man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like find a real pedo. Really? Yeah. Well, like, like on Instagram or something? It, on OnlyFans. Only yeah. God. Yeah. That's wild. <sighs> I was just like, Do you know what? It's not for me, this job. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever toyed with the idea of OnlyFans? <laughs> See, 
I don't think I could. Like, I'd love to. In theory, I'd love to. But I feel like I don't have the confidence. If there was, like, anxious girl only fans, (laughs) where what men really wanted was just someone to be so apologetic to be in their underwear, I'd absolutely Mm. make a fucking killing. There there might be a little, uh, little, little side well, part uh, of people that no, are, well, that'd are be that. like being a sub right yeah. so you'll have doms who will be happy to work with you yeah but they're probably incredibly psychotic and want you to lick the toilet and yeah stuff, uh-huh. you know I mean? so it's a bit like you know <laughs> I thing when i see like i fucking love girls with only fans because i'm just like you are you are every bit of confidence i wish yeah. i had like i absolutely love it and in theory i'd love to do it but i'm like i just mm-hmm. i'm not I'm confident not, enough like it's just not for me like it's really not i i spend a lot of time with sex workers mm-hmm. and like burlesque performers and yes. they really inspire me and oh. i and it's opened me up to be like i'll post more revealing pictures now than i used to and that's because yeah. my confidence has grown mm-hmm. and i hate that uh, so many people attach that to daddy issues or yeah, attention exactly. like not everything we do is for a man but like a lad can advertise for like calvin klein or whatever and he's boxers yeah. and no one's like mommy mm, didn't hug you when yes. i was a kid like yes. it's weird and it's like because women have such complicated relationships with the bodies like to finally reach a, a, a moment in time where you feel comfortable enough yeah like that's empowering and exactly. it shouldn't be like i hate all the stigma around it and stuff and but anyway that's just me complaining how do you feel it's about always. your body callum <laughs> <laughs> do you ever get your foreskin, foreskin out for the for the girls <laughs> see i think i could do it only fans with like foreskin yeah, <laughs> but I always—it's one of them things. Only fans is like imagine starting it and just no one's interested. Well, that would be yeah, my worry as well. That it would just yeah. be like my mom subscribed. Like, go on, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shake what your mummy gave yeah. me. <laughs> Proud of you, girl. Yeah, that'd be worrying, wouldn't that? Wouldn't it? Like six months in, you've got like three subscribers. Yeah, because like, oh, I feel the same way. I think this is again another reason. I could never do it except I think I'm too scared of the rejection. It's the same way I feel about naked attraction. Mm. Like when they get booted off when they see your face. Oh, like that yeah. to me would be the ultimate. <laughs> yeah. If you don't like me fanny, cool, fair enough. I, that's fine. But if, you know, fanny's fine, tits fine. Then they see the face and they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be off, so insecure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is yeah, I was fine till I saw what your face looked like. <laughs> like, oh god, nah. But I, I know a girl who, or know of a girl who did it, who apparently never had her face in pictures. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's quite a good way to do it. But thing is, I've got psoriasis, so I've got very distinct like patterns on my mm. body. So everyone would be like, it's Lauren. <laughs> yeah. How many people do you think know your psoriasis patterns, though? That is true. But thing is, I've also got. A dog. I wouldn't know. I've got a dog with know. anxiety. There you go. So in every naked picture, there would just be like my dog's paw, like on my <laughs> leg. Or something. Like, yeah. The dog oh. would just be like, "Mom, are you done? Uh, are you done? Anxiety <laughs> yeah. dog, have you? Oh, he's very needy. Oh. Got him in the lockdown, and I did my best to like socialise him, so you know he was out, like mm. let me meet other dogs Not and leave stuff. Not leaving alone enough though in the lockdown. I did that's the thing i would even just like leave him in the flat and i'd go stand outside for 15 minutes like walk, go to tesco or whatever go for a yeah. walk so even just 15 minutes but i think because it's just me or it was just me and him i was the only other person in the house yeah, yeah. i'm firmly imprinted on him you like one, king yeah. mummy duck yeah. um and he's very needy very needy always yeah. gotta have a paw a paw <laughs> on you very Aww. protective and i thought if i was ever trying to do like a seductive only fans photo shoot there would just be like a tail yeah. Somewhere, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm too flat chested and flat assed to do one yeah. without my head on it. <laughs> 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 be like, is that it? Yeah. 
but do you know, I think we could make so much money if we started shagging. Like a couple's one, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. yeah. That's Maybe if it, all, if it all dries up, we'll fucking... You don't want it to dry up. That'll make the shagging harder. As much as I don't want to do it, it, I think we, could, money to be made. we could be I still think that's the best idea. That, do, that the Adam, 20, yeah, yeah. What, Adam 20. Adam 22. I think he's, he's, he's a bit of a dickhead. Like, but <laughs> The idea that he's had is Mrs. is a porn star. Ah. So they do a podcast with other porn stars. And then ah. at the end of the podcast, they all shag. Do they? And that's on like OnlyFans. Ah. And that's not what this is. <laughs> yeah, I was going to... And here today. <laughs> <laughs> my first, so I tried the drinks thing, and now after that, what we're going to yeah. do is we're going to try this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, show us your psoriasis patterns, yeah. Lauren. Um, <laughs> so, um, I used to do this thing, though. My psoriasis flared up quite badly in the lockdown. I've always been super self-conscious of it, but now I'm a bit more like, fuck it. Like Again, like your voice. I'm like, can't change my voice, can't yeah. change my skin. So I put a picture of like my belly on my Instagram stories, and I was like, whoever can make the best picture out of the dots oh, on my yeah. skin so people turned us into like a dragon so and like a fairy and i was like you know what like fuck it I'd, again a bit like the stand-up i'm like just asked. own it like i yeah. can't be i've got enough anxiety in my life to also have like insecurities so i'm yeah. like you know what it's one or the other yeah, if i'm anxious yeah. i've got to be quite secure and everything else which yep yeah, okay working on it yeah that's fine <laughs> isn't it? you can only deal with so much exactly <laughs> mm. yeah little break go to the toilet not uh, yeah, some yeah. more water uh, and then there okay. uh, yeah, it's been 52 minutes. Ooh. See you in a minute. Feel. Sue. Preem. Exclamation mark. <laughs> you know we're back here. We're here with Feel Supreme stuff. We're trying to make you feel better. Your Natural head. Your digestion. Nutrition. Your balls. Your brain. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Um, Hemp protein. Seaweed blend. Good stuff. Where else are you getting this? Um... At a fifteen percent discount, nowhere. Fifteen percent. Yeah, with the That's code TMHC fifteen. Bloody hell! No Irish Sea Moss Gel. Yes, please. Yeah. Himalayan. What's the stuff for? Chilla- what What's Irish Sea Moss? What's it for? <laughs> what? What isn't it for? Um, Not gelling your hair. Pa- it packs an impressive ninety-two of a hundred and. Two essential micronutrients. Yeah. So there's 102 essential micronutrients, and this Irish sea moss gel contains 92 of them. Um, That's a lot of nutrients. It's it's, <laughs> it, it, it's nature's very own multivitamin. That's good. I'm gonna get some of them, me yeah. next time. Um, a hundred gram serving meets almost half of your daily iron and folate needs. I didn't even know I needed a folate. Um, and over a third of your magnesium requirements, just with one little uh, serving, see, that is. Got some mad stuff over there. Uh, it also contains over a quarter of your recommended daily fibroflavin. Well, I... I'm always saying that I'm not getting enough fibroflavin. <laughs> and flavin. I, flavin. Flavin. And uh, I, I, I say it every day. I wake up going, I feel real tired. I think of think my fibroflavin's on, on low. Not anymore. Up the fibre flavin. Sigh. Of these. Yeah. Um, and that's just to name a couple of examples. There is more. There's loads um, of stuff. They've just started doing testosterone enhancement. Not all natural as well, by the way. Um, like pills. Um, there's 5 HTP, which is like a mood booster, meant to be boost your serotonin. Um, yeah, but we're still talking about Irish. I know, but we've got, we've got. 
Um, we've got episodes to be watching and doing four minutes out of there. Protects cellular damage, respiratory health, potassium chloride. You want to get back to the episode? Uh, congestion, mucus, thyroid support. I'm going to get some of them, actually. Well, yeah. We and go. you know what? Know what you can do when you get them? Use code TMHC15, you get 15% off. Do you know what? Make yourself feel 15% more supreme. By getting 15% off, feel supreme. Genuinely. Like code I've, UK. I've been having these five, uh, five HTP. HTP to help with depression. They lift your mood and they've been really good, like genuinely. Yeah. Um, it's, all, it's all real, st- it's all natural stuff. It's all like absorbed well into your body and stuff like that. Um, just go, you just got to find what you feel like might suit you and get some of that stuff and try it out. Because honestly, like... There'll be stuff going on in your in your body and that that you don't even know you need, and then you start taking like these five HTPs and you go, oh my god, just a natural anti like sort of antidepressant, and then you're not putting pharmaceuticals into your body that might have adverse side effects and stuff like that. You know, Mm. it's just all natural, all comes from plants and stuff like that, mushrooms, um, and there's loads of mushroom stuff on there, lion's mane, turkey tail. Cordyceps, all the, all the stuff that's the, you know, it's real like future of of nutrition and that. Yep. So get over there, support the a local brand, have um, an intestine, and help us out as well. You keep supporting us. Uh, so feelsupreme.co.uk, uh, use code TMHC15 for 15% off. Make yourself feel better. Feel Enjoy the rest of the show. Main. Love yous. Love you. Merch. We've got merch. So there. much merch. What is it? Comedymerch.co.uk. It'll say it on the screen what it is. Comedy Click on merch. It. Go on it. We've got so many designs designed by me and Dean. Yours All truly. different colours. Uh, hoodies. T shirts. Crewnecks. Crewnecks. Sweaters. Loads of stuff. stuff. Buy some stuff. Support the podcast. Represent us when you're walking through these streets. Yes, please. Uh, you'll see some of the fantastic merch we've got in the video that's playing in between us. Here. Over here. Um, yeah, I, the, the merch is great. I love the merch. Can't wait for our merch to come. Rep the bong, man. I love Little the bong, bong man. man. The bong got is him. so cool. I love him. The name Johnny Bongo was already taken, so we'll have to come up with a new name for him. But Jimmy Bongo. Jimmy Bongo. Represent. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, and you also get discount codes for this merch over on Patreon Ooh, as well. So yeah. Get over on Patreon for the good stuff. Should have put that on a Patreon advert. Never mind. It's on here instead. See you on Patreon or on the merch website. See you on the streets wearing the merchandise. Is right. Get on them. Fresh gams. Comedymerch.co.uk or .com, whatever it says here. Thank you. Merch. Thanks for that. Bye. Right, we're back. Nice. Second bit. Um, we're going to go through some questions. We've got staple questions. We've got patron questions. I forget our staple questions every fucking week. You know? Go with the classic. Awkward sex stories. Have you got any you want to say? Yeah. Oh, he's right. That was good. <laughs> uh, was let's amazing. go. <laughs> uh, so uh, set the scene. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think. I can't think of any particular awkward sex stories, but I do remember, like, knowing something unlocks, like, a core memory in your head. remember being at uni, and knowing there's someone who you've kind of got your eye on, but you're like, they'll never be interested in me. And mm. then suddenly he was, and I was like, fucking amazing. Like, oh, my God, just just keep, whatever you're doing, keep doing it, because he seems to like you. I remember being at his house one day, and we're sitting in your proper, like, uni boy's bedroom, and he just turned to us and went, have you ever seen pterodactyl porn? <laughs> and I just went, 
No. Like, <laughs> absolutely not. And he went, do you want to? And I was thinking, no, but also yeah. kind of. Like, just yes, out of please. curiosity. And he was like, oh, yeah, someone told me about it the other day. And I thought, oh, yeah. I really like you, but I'm very concerned. I'm about to go off you super <laughs> fucking quick. And it was literally these two women like dressed like pterodactyls. Oh, I was watching it now if it's yeah. two women. I th- I'm sure it was two women. There might have been a man. He's on it. Wow. Wow, sure. Oh, that, that was quick. It's almost as like a new way to find it. Imagine this more graphic than I remember it being. <laughs> fucking wild, did you Yeah, know? they were like just dressed like we'll fucking pterodactyls. spin it around then. Yeah, I'm just trying to zoom in on the picky for you. <laughs> so did this get him <laughs> going? Right, or bear just... in mind, this was a good like 10 years ago. I'm sure they had like wings or something. Oh, they do. Yeah. Hey, they'd be fucking better I'd have wings if they're pterodactyls. I'd kind of blocked this out of my head until I knew this question was going to be asked and I was like oh my god the pterodactyl porn that was I don't know what you mean you knew this question was going to be asked <laughs> um, so so what what happened when he showed you it did you did, did he like well, it or also... was he just like this is mad this <laughs> yes that was it I remember oh that oh my god oh I didn't realise that it was what? a woman getting shagged by pterodactyls very strange oh my god it's not the Jurassic Park I yeah. remember Jurassic I Park <laughs> <laughs> Bear in mind, I would have been like 19 at the time as well. I was like, I don't even know the appropriate reaction when someone is showing you porn. Yeah, to go, oh, cool, I thought, bro. oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. If you show us a fucking new song, I'll be like, yeah, that's a yeah, bop. Yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know how to react even if he showed us anything yeah. normal. It was just normal porn. I was, like, I was like, do I, do I clap? Yeah. Like, do yeah. I nod? Like, do I, clap. What do I, what <laughs> yeah. do, I do? So I think I just kind of awkwardly sat there and then I'm, I think I said, not, not my thing. Not for me, that. Not my yeah, thing, yeah. no. So, just like, so the guys are dressed up as pterodactyls. From the looks of things, yeah. there. And can I see the full costume? <laughs> yeah, I've uh, accidentally clicked off and I'm stuck on a homepage <laughs> and I don't know how to work a MacBook. This is just very overwhelming. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> go down to the bottom. <laughs> go down to the bottom, and the, the things will pop up. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I got and then you got a little safari. I mean, I suppose though, yeah. that is the day I learned I prefer my porn post-historic. Yeah, like that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you finally learned you what know, you're your actually teenage into. Yeah, are very formative, and I was like, yeah, anything like past the dinosaur age is when I'm yeah. when I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I wonder what he thought my reaction was going to be, unless he wanted me to dress up like a dinosaur. Maybe. maybe that's what it was leading to. Yeah, yeah, like, that's oh way my in. god! Because if if you're going to be together forever, you have to be a pterodactyl. Oh god! Yeah. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? So it's like I'm I'm laying it out there. If you want to get with me, this is what if we're doing. If you want to be my girls, lover, yeah. gotta be a brontosaurus. Rex. <laughs> 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 that is mad. Have you have you had any weird porn interactions? Uh, when I was about ten, I seen a, p- a picture of a woman sucking off a dog. Really? Is that is that <laughs> is that good enough answer for you? Oh, we've we've had one. Well, what? when what we were like, dogs? no, we were put. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Dave. Um, when no, wasn't we gonna put porn on the? It was in Amsterdam. No, it wasn't. It was in. Uh, a live show. It was in the ASMR one. Holiday in what? The, no, not that. Oh, in in Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, so we we were gonna put porn on the telly mm-hmm. and shag, but and then but when we we just put it on and it was straight away was like oh. in the middle. It was in Amsterdam. There's not porn it? on normal telly over here. Not on special channels. No, it wasn't a special channel. It was, it was just channels. like it was it was <laughs> yeah. So there was like a you know like a late night 
Yeah, so the yeah, soft yeah. core kind of well, uh-huh. what you thought was soft core porn. He turned it on and it was halfway through, and it was just like, <laughs> <laughs> like okay, we haven't started. Skip the credits. We just haven't even started yet. We're like, oh, we put it on to try and get in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I accidentally got put in a sex hotel, you know. Oh, so I was doing know? a job last year, not a sex job. I was doing just a totally normal job. <laughs> not a sex job. Funny enough, tight five. I was uh, doing a job <laughs> with. That's what I call my fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only a five. It's how I lure in open mic acts. I'm like, do you want to see my type five? <laughs> do you have a name for you, Fanny? I don't, but I feel like I should. Yeah. Let's name them now. What's yeah. yours? Chinese puzzle box. Oh. <laughs> you can try and get it. It's in, not a name, though, is it? What, yeah. what if you actually had to name it? Um, go something Spanish. Maybe. Like Lola the Chinese Lolita. puzzle box. Lolita. 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 <laughs> nah, can't have Lolita. That's like a that's like a genre of porn where they have exactly, really young looking oh, girls. Lolita. Uh, oh no, we're gonna get me arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What is it? It's uh, like real young looking girls. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it's just come up warning child sexual abuse. Yes. Get off! Is, uh, yes. Play, play, back up, please. Sorry. Back up, please. Just start coming through the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. What's it for? The pterodactyls on the children. <laughs> I need to know what to say in court. <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. Yeah, delete uh, that. Never yeah, mind then. Um, um, oh, I'll just, what, Dolly Parton? I feel like whatever. Dolly Parton, the Chinese puzzle box. <laughs> yeah. I feel like whatever the trustiest car is, because mine's quite low maintenance. Ford. Ford, Ford. Ford Focus. Yeah. Ford Focus. <laughs> <laughs> Old Model T. Ford Poom Poom. Ford Poom Poom. Got a good warranty on it. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think of vagina puns for cars now. Uh, Poon Tang, Mustang. Yeah, yeah, we're trying. Spitballing uh, at the minute. Yeah. We'll get one in a, good, in a minute. It's going to be good. About five minutes. I want to go, oh. I got it. <laughs> well, my car, my car. So I've got a Kia. So it could be a Kia Picunto. Ah. Kia Picunto. Yeah. Yes. Nice. I like it. Two time yeah. Edinburgh. There, <laughs> there we go. That's how she does it. <laughs> love it. Uh, so God, yeah, what's your penis is called? Russell the love muscle. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you wouldn't tell everyone my name for your penis. <laughs> told you that in confidence. I reckon you have one though. I genuinely don't. Do you not know? No. Should we name each other's? I'll name yours, you name mine. Go on. <laughs> Aladdin. <laughs> Rub that lamp. Rub me lamp. Yeah. <laughs> make a wish. Oh, actually, no, that sounds even worse. Yeah, make, make a wish. Oh, your wish came true. Your wish was for me to jizz. No, it wasn't. Well, I got my wish. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> oh, what's mine called then? What's your middle name? Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, which is my dad's name, so that maybe not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> name after your dad. Yeah, no thanks. Um, Old Tony Jr. down there. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Jr. It's a little Italian TJ. mafia yeah, boss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> TJ? TJ. TJ's a good one. TJ, TJ the, the Weejay. Yeah, <laughs> the Todger, yeah. So yeah. it's called TJ. It looks that way now, doesn't it? Dolly was it Parton. Porn, porn names again, wasn't it? Like your road or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think uh, mine was... Mitzi um, Faircoats. Molly Nutgrove. I was going to say, for ages, it was your first, your first pet. Uh, but I've never night. had a pet until like two years ago. So for ages, I was like, how do I play the game if I've not had a pet? <laughs> oh, that's why you haven't set an OnlyFans up yet, innit? True, You're still yeah. waiting for your name. What is it now, then? <laughs> mine would now be... Oh, mine would be quite fancy. It would be Ralph St. Cavern. Oh, mm. that's a good one. He's a fancy boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, do you want another question? Yeah, what's yours, though? 
Uh, mine was Shankly McDonald. Oh, right. That's so funny. That's, that's like a, the that's most Irish porn the star. Yes. That. That's a reporter, that. Off from like RTN or yeah. whatever it's called. <laughs> is it RTN? RTA. RTA. Yeah. yeah. Did that one called Meatball? Shankly McDonald. What was it? Shankly McDonald. Shankly McDonald. Shankly McDonald. Yeah, it's so funny, that. You're getting a pack of tea. The Irish Bulls real name. <laughs> I think that's the Irish Bulls real name. Shankly McDonald. Oh, apparently he's a naughty boy, him, you know. Yeah. Um, you he like that and yeah. in a bad way as well. What do you mean? Oh. <laughs> he went to jail for Sutton for quite a while. He's a naughty boy. Yeah. Yeah. But he did mention it on the podcast and he didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. I don't know exactly what. He just went, but he posted about it online. Oh. Yeah, he was like, I was a bad boy. So now he no, he, no he, this was a while ago, mm-hmm. but he posted about like his, like looking back on being in for like fucking 10 years or some oh. shit. I don't know if it was 10 years, don't quote me on that. But uh, yeah, he, but he didn't He didn't want to talk about it on the podcast. I was like, whoa, shit. <laughs> I think he was like tied in with some, some moodies over there. Oh, like, shit. Uh, mm, yeah, he was pretty scary, like. Yeah. He was packing heat though. Big old he? penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whopping. Was. Big old penis. Um, I wonder what he calls his. Um so another question we have, I could genuinely can't remember. Your proudest moment and yeah. your most shameful moment. Oh proudest moment. Proudest moment is probably like a simpy comedy one. Is I gotta do and this was r- literally like four years ago the other day was I got to do Sydney Opera House for stand-up oh. and I remember you know especially as like a working class kid yes. just feeling like you'd fully fucking mm. infiltrated yeah. Yeah, that's and like I didn't know I was doing it until a couple of days before so I'd been sent obviously like a schedule of gigs I was doing in Australia but some just still said like to be arranged to be arranged but Little Miss Anxiety it was like four days before and I was like can I have yeah. All the details, please. I need to know exactly where I am and where I'm going and what I'm doing. And I'll send you an updated one. And it came from the Sydney Opera House. And I was like, maybe there's another one. Like maybe there's a smaller one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the bar yeah, next door. Like, okay. like gigs I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's in a theatre. Like, you know, they've not. just done that big, like, just for laughs in London. And it was a big thing about how it was the O2, but also half of the gigs were at, like, the old bar one and yeah. the O2. Yeah. And I was like, that'll be it. But it wasn't. It was, like, the actual Sydney Opera House. Wow. I remember it being one of those moments where I almost just wanted to laugh. I was like, this is genuinely, like, a joke that's got out of hand. Yeah. Like, like, who's letting me <laughs> on here? Sure. This exactly. is mental. Yeah, I was like, yeah. how has a little working class lass from fucking Kenton ended up on stage at the Sydney Master. Opera House? Wow. Wow. But it was so that. funny because I was on obviously a lot of these gala shows were obviously very like showcasey, so it'd be like the best of the internationals, the best of the Aussie. So a lot of the Aussie comics were obviously like well known Aussie comics or whoever. Then there was a lot of like British comics who were sort of already on tip, but I wasn't on I wasn't at the telly stage. So I felt like total imposter syndrome. Mm. And I remember we were in this like sort of green room and there's like obviously like three drinks and like a little buffet. I just this is the moment I learned. No amount of like success or whatever will ever change because I just made a beeline for the ham nobody had no the fuck i was touching yeah. the ham and i was like how i please don't ever let me get to a stage in my comedy career where i'm not excited to see a plate of ham like absolutely <laughs> what would your comedy rider be oh definitely some cold meats so i want like ham and not even like good ham just ham <laughs> Cheese, little bits of cheeses, because then I can give some of the dog. Uh, pickled onion space raiders. Yes, Ooh. please. Best crisp in the world. Um, basically. Do you like knit-knack? 
Love knickknacks. You essentially want a big pack lunch exactly, from school, like don't you? Exactly, like big pack lunch, yeah. yeah. Like probably like kids' food. I've done, yeah. I like, you know, when you go to a gig sometimes and they'll have a rider, but they'll have tried to make it fancy. I'm like, Olives I don't... Olives and shit. Exactly. Yeah. Like we're comedians, man. A little like, Mediterranean platter or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, I want, especially gigs where you you know your nerves are going to be high. I'm like, I want comfort stuff. Yeah. Like stuff that's just going to proper like ground us. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. So when, when I'm going off the rails, I, I get like a family size meat platter yeah and just eat it all and also yes. family size pack of angel slices oh eat all them absolutely well. angel cake is the best two best cakes in the world angel cake and battenberg there's tiramisu a cake tia. i think so yeah that's number yeah. one now yeah i do is number one yeah. not really a cake guy really no. yeah i don't mind hmm. it just not my go-to. I like them <laughs> caramel short cake slice things. Millionaire Ooh. shortbread ones. Yeah, that's it's the one. sickly them though. I think the Thorntons ones. They're like the little square ones. Where it's like shortbread, thick, thick oh caramel, and then chocolate. Feel the sugar going into your veins. Oh. Yeah, they are. They are nice. I put that. I'm sickly. not a shortbread woman, mate. Really? Oh. Yeah. I know that's like mm. sinful. I used to love like chocolate fudge cake and that. But now as I got older, it gets too sickly. Like that too scene in Matilda, where Bruce, 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 Bob yeah. Bruce. proper. And I remember Stranger. as a kid watching that and being like, yeah. And then when the new <laughs> film came out last year, I watched it and I just thought, oh, that would probably give me like yeah, indigestion. Have you ever, um, so doing all these big gigs and that, have you ever had like imposter syndrome? All the yes, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, all the time. And I think as well, because I've never been one to like, like say like compromise on who I am. And because I don't like the whole like, ooh, mingling, networking, I'll kiss your bum. Mm. I'm, yeah. I've never been like, I'm, no. I'm always nice to people. shouldn't have to be like that Of though, course, yeah. but like, I was like, I'm not going to like lick someone's bum all just to like, <laughs> try and get them like i want them to like me for who i yeah. am so then yeah. if they don't cool but i'm also yeah. not gonna like go and like kiss someone's feet and be like, oh, yeah. i love what you do please i'm like if please. you don't like me you obviously have terrible taste in exactly exactly <laughs> i think i think the accent as well does yeah. give because i'm very aware of a lot of the people who i'll be working with i'm like oh i don't sound like you mm. i don't sound like you oh god and do i stand out and if i stand out does that mean yeah like, but hey you're good? you're there as well exactly so it's like exactly yeah, yeah. Okay, you guys. but no one took a picture of me on stage at sydney opera house they've actually the goal has just been for like this year's a lot of people who are out there and this is what we're saying for about comics backing each other they're all taking pictures of each other at the side so they've yeah. got like this shot of them on stage and i'm like yeah no one did that when i well i think maybe other people did it for each other no one did it for me so i don't have a picture of me on stage at sydney opera uh, house shame, all i have is a picture of me in the toilets of the sydney <laughs> opera house massive glass of white wine just sitting in the toilet like nothing to indicate it's even in the sydney <laughs> opera house yeah. i know it's the sydney just opera the look on your face no I'm probably just like like a really happy little kid and I was like oh bless you Laura I was obviously too intimidated to be like can someone take a picture somewhere that indicates where I am sort of thing so I just went to the toilet and was like (laughs) look what I've just done so you have to travel on your own is that like does that get like I love it I think I think because I think because I'm very with the anxiety thing I've got like a routine that I like to follow so in a way I find it more stressful like say if my boyfriend wants to come with us I'm a bit like well, now, like, I have to slightly compromise maybe on, like, what I do beforehand and yeah. times and all this. But if you want to leave and, like, he's not ready exactly. and you're like, I want to leave like, half an nice hour ago. I've got a nice little routine. I've got, I've clearly got some, like, undiagnosed going on up here. On an LNAR train, I have a specific seat I book every time. Oh, every yeah. time. It used to be B13. B13 used to be my seat. And then they changed the fucking trains. And I thought I was going to cry because <laughs> I was like, but I know B13. It's <laughs> close to the toilet without being right next to the toilet. Yeah. It's not too far down the train. So, no, sometimes if your seat's, like, right 
right down the middle, you're stuck in like a conga line of people. It was like the third or fourth one in. So I was like, sick, you can get sat down straight away. It was by a plug socket. It was near the luggage racks. If I had a bag, I could keep an eye. Perfect seat. And then they changed the trains. And I was like, why have, why have you done this? You've just ruined a lifetime of work. So now, on the lifetime LNR, of work. a lifetime of research, <laughs> I'm going to say this now, and people are going to deliberately boot their seat to annoy me. H14 now I'll on an LNR, I'm Azuma train. That yeah, that's, that's, that's Lauren Patterson's seat. <laughs> H14, every time, it's basically the same position, but they've obviously changed like the carriages and coach numbers or whatever. And like, I get stressed now because, say, if I'm traveling on my own, and that seat's available, but the one next booked, I'm like, sweet, I can still get my seat. But now, say, if yeah. my boyfriend's like, oh, I'll come with you that gig, but only that you're seat's available. I'm like, well, you're down that end yeah. of the carriage because uh, <laughs> Little Miss doesn't, like, change to a routine. It's having, <laughs> but even um, when I went and did, like, all the Australian gigs and stuff, I thought I'd be terrified flying alone. But I was like, no, actually, I've got, like, a little routine. And me fella came out to Australia with it this, this year, but he flew out separately and we flew back together. Oh my God, flying back with somebody on a flight that long. I was just like, no, I know, I know I want to watch X amount of films and then I'm going to sleep and then I'm going to stay awake on the next flight so like I can like try and get over the jet lag. Yep. And he was just there the whole time. And I was like, you are really, really spoiling my, spoiling my routine. Yeah, yeah I, under, I get that. Like, you know, doing, doing stuff on your own is just easier, yeah. isn't it? But like, yeah. But it must be the thing you're going all the time. Like I say, going over to Australia and that. On your own, and that's fair. That was great. So view. But want to do it again, I don't think. And are people all right with your accents over there as well? They were, because I talk quite fast anyway. And like, it's been my biggest criticism over here. It's like, you talk too fast, you talk too fast. I'm like, it's why I'm really good at reading the terms and conditions on voiceovers, because I can just <laughs> fucking smash through those. <laughs> so like, even now when I slow down, people still go, you're talking too fast. And I'm like, but this is me talking yeah, slower so I, can't, yeah. I can't slow it down exactly. anymore you, you can't ca- catch up I was like I'm off. naturally like, a fast talker yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just you listen you, quicker you yeah. speed <laughs> yeah. up and we'll be fine but you the just one thing you accustomed to our culture yeah. exactly stop shaming me for speaking fast when I went out there I was like I am self aware enough to know I'm going to have to really yeah. slow it down like the accent is going to be a challenge enough in a different country um, so I, what I found but I felt like I was being patronizing because i was suddenly talking like this and i thought if someone was talking to me like that I'd be like why are you talking to me like i'm stupid <laughs> but it's having to have that connection in your head of being like no you don't sound patronizing to them you sound normal understandable yeah, like, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just talking talking slower what is a uh, your most shameful moment oh uh, the one that sort of sticks in my head. So I kind of adapted this for a bit of stand-up, but like the truth, the truth behind the stand-up was there used to be a club in London called the Comedy Cafe. Mm. A oh, really, yeah. really good club. Like a lot of like comics, I like, cut their teeth there. And when I before I even moved there, if I was ever down, I would always try and go to like the comedy cafe. And then it was in Shoreditch and they did that classic thing of like, we're trebling the rents. Obviously they couldn't afford to have mm. it there anymore. Um and so I got invited. They were having like a closing down party because it was in a bar. The the bar itself was closing down and they were having like a closing party. So I remember I was so fucking broke. I was like 22, 23 or whatever. I turned up with like 10 pounds and I deliberately, I didn't bring my bank card. I turned up with 10 pounds in cash because yeah. I was like, this is literally, oh, I've, got, I've got no fucking yeah. money. I'd not long moved to London. And I turned up and I went in, I ordered a drink and I went hand it over and they went, it's a free bar. <sighs> it's a free we've got to get rid of all the spirits we've got to get rid of all the stock it's a free bar 
holy fuck <laughs> i took advantage of that yeah, right. shorts drinks whatever and then because i not i moved to london i think i went to stay at like like when you go to like a mate's house after and you're like let's keep drinking um and then i was suddenly faced with the reality the next day of i've got to get home mm. and like because i grew up in newcastle you're never really far like even like from one end to the other what not yeah. super far suddenly i found myself like a 90 minute journey back from where i was living and it was something like i had to get a bus and then a train and then a tube and then you're just like i kind of hadn't comprehended how I'm big be sick on at least london one of those is yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah basically i was in brixton <laughs> i think there's like a little sainsbury's or whatever by the tube and ben mind i'm still in like sequin jacket like proper like disco pants were in at the time or whatever like me heeled boots I, I was it was obvious i hadn't been home yeah. obvious i was already quite well. makeup like clearly down my face and as well i wear contact lenses obviously because i hadn't intended on staying out I took my contacts, so I was also bl- blind as fuck as well. So I'm probably like <laughs> squinting. Like, I must have looked a state. Like, if I was in that state now, I'd be embarrassed. But I think because I was still quite young then, I was like, I wasn't long out of uni. Out, I was yeah. like, it's fine. I remember going into this Sainsbury's to get a bottle of Pepsi. I think, because I, I still had the tenner. I still had my fucking tenner. I was like, hey. Um, <laughs> went in, got a bottle of cherry coke, and I was like, this is going to sort me out. This is going to sort me out. And then you're on the last stage of your journey. I lived on the other end of the Victoria line. I was like, once you've done, this 30 minute tube you're home done, you're yeah. done great and i was queuing for the self-serve and i was like you know, in your hands like mm. like proper shaking i thought i'm gonna be sick i'm gonna be sick i'm gonna be sick and then suddenly i must have just went white and the shop assistant was like you okay and i just ran and as the doors of the sainsbury's opened i just proper <laughs> spewed but this is like brixton right by the tube yeah, so you know it's busy shocker, yeah. and i think I, I say i did i don't think i got just i think i went like behind a bin but then it was that moment of being like i'm crouched behind a bin in last night's clothes, people are on their way to fucking work. I've now got to get on a tube, yeah. smelling of sick, oh. clearly being sick. And I think that moment proper sobered us up of being like, and then I really wanted to go back in and get my Pepsi or my Coke or whatever it is I've been buying, but I was like, I can't physically can't go face now, yeah. going back. And when I wrote it for stand-up, I wrote that I'd been sick in in, in the shop yeah. and like um, pretended <clears> I had like morning sickness or whatever to try and like hide it. And then the, the, the punchline on top of that was like, oh, I've done it five times since. Like yeah, that was like right. the, the joke. <laughs> but I thought, you know what the the truth is actually worse of just like oh i just had to run and just it's that thing of people are walking past looking at you like you're a fucking slip and i was like i only i only wanted to enjoy the free bar it's being sick when like well, just being sick bad yeah. anyway, but like, you know, when you know it's coming and you're like, oh, I'm just out Just when you're out and about. Yeah. And you feel so vulnerable as well. And I think that was it. I was in a new city. I hadn't really anticipated how far I was. I had such a long journey back home and I was so, I was on the last straight and then suddenly I'm just crouched behind a bin last night's clothes <laughs> and I just thought don't do don't do that I was sick yeah. walking like through it. town because of a migraine oh because um, yeah, right if I get a migraine I have to just get home get to bed lights off I'm like that just shut my eyes until it's gone um and if I leave it too long I start getting tunnel vision and then start getting yeah. real nauseous and then I will be sick I'm right like that and I feel I know when they're coming on because something happens in my eye. Yeah, and I'm like there's like a countdown to me having eee. to get home. Otherwise, I'm just gonna be sick somewhere. Exactly. Um, so I was like, that, I was in town. I'd been to the gym in the morning, got to work, and as I walked into work, I see, I see the lights were thinking. I was like, ah, it's happening. I yeah. Don't think I, and, but I had a, I had a tattoo in, and I was like, right, I'm just gonna do this tattoo, and just hopefully it'll be all right doing this tattoo of fucking sweat and getting through this and I think she knew there was something like yeah, but it's I, when I the tattoo sweat there alone, start, isn't so, it and you're like oh and I was like right finished that got off and I was like I'm gonna have to get home me but I parked at the gym which was like a 20 minute oh walk God, from yeah. the shop 
So I was like, right, I'm going to walk away where I know there's places I can be sick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Little checkpoints. Yeah, and I, and I was getting to them and being like, I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be, and, then, and then something about being out in public was just just mm-hmm. wasn't letting me. So I go, right, fucking carry on going. And, getting, and then I got to like, just by the car, just on the dock road, just walking. And I just went, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. oh. And then I got in the car and the only glasses, I didn't have any sunglasses in my car, oh. but I had them 3D. <laughs> ones from the iMac yeah. and I was like these are going to have to do yeah. so I put them on right and I started driving home from town it's like a 20 minute zombies drive zombies coming at you mate it was bad I started getting tunnel vision so I was I was driving I had to pull over for a minute just like let me head settle yeah. and then I like started driving again I got about five minutes away from my house and I nearly fucking hit a really? man because I didn't see him in, oh, in God, the, yeah. my eyes were like this and I didn't see him here, and then I seen him there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, fucking hell. Where have you come from? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I say, like, I got home, like, eventually, but yeah, I needed them. They weren't like the blue and red ones, yeah. but like the IMAX uh, black ones. Yeah. You know? I'd fucking scream God. if I seen you with But them I needed on. them on, though, because I needed to, like, Some get the light like... down and, and I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. And I nearly hit a pedestrian. I was, like, bumping curbs and that because yeah. I couldn't see, but I had no other way of getting home. Exactly. I was ringing people and everyone's at work because we work, like, in the day. And that, but and I was just like, I don't know what to do. Exactly. I was just driving at like fucking five mile an hour all the way home, just going oh <laughs> rough, man. I think there is something about. I think that's why, because I know that's not a particularly bad story, but I think anything where I need to be sick in public. And I had another one. Just dead shame. Um, it is horrible. Oh, in it. My, last time I was sick uh, in, Amsterdam, in Amsterdam at the oh. Have a Word special, and I was mic'd <gasps> up. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. Been <laughs> <laughs> sick in a bag. I'm sorry about the audio. <laughs> like the twen- Christmas 2019. So like the last one before bloody pandemic i went to paul sinner's wedding right. which was sick it was yeah. so much fun me and me mate went and i think we had a good say like two three bottles of prosecco each like very prosecco drunk so i'm just the, thinking about the... paul sinner's uh, the, the aisle of his wedding being like that and him sat at the top of it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, was the other chasers there was the dark destroyer there and... i don't think we saw anyone because we didn't go to like oh, we went to like the name. evening do and I remember that thing of being like, oh, I wonder if there's going to be like anyone like cool there. And then realising that I was a comedian and everyone I knew that was also a comedian. Uh, yeah. So I was like, oh, this must be what it's like when someone goes to a wedding and like, oh, is there going to be someone cool there? And I was like, I know these people, they're not cool. <laughs> these people I work with. But and we were battered. We were so drunk. And we got back and I had, I was doing Jason Cook, the comedian, does these yeah. gigs called Laugh for Kids in Newcastle at Christmas every year. Um, to re- Have you ever done one? No. Oh, they're um, sick them. I've seen where, Adam like, do them. The entrance fee is like a five up look like but like a toy for a kid as well. Yeah. They're massive gigs, like those two shows. And I was doing that the next day. So I think I was on like a seven AM train. So obviously my alarm goes off at like fucking six in the morning. I was still battered like absolutely battered i was with my ex at the time we lived together in london and like he had very little patience for me when i was drunk anyway i remember being like flat on my back with my legs in the air trying to put my shoes on and i was so (laughs) pissed and i was like trying to tie my shoes and he's like asleep like what are you doing what are you doing in there? <laughs> I pumped my shoes on. And he was like, well, you're not doing a very good job of it. So he had to like tie my shoes for us. And I was like, thank you, I love you. So he was like, Lauren, you are fucked. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and then like, luckily I packed my case the night before and then I had my backpack, but I took my backpack to the wedding. And when I opened it, it was full of sausage sandwiches that I'd stole from the buffet. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I got on, the, no one like, I, I was practically shuffling to the tube station. I was like, oh, no one just walking is, I was in that stage of being drunk, but also sober enough. I got on the train 
I don't even know if anyone had bloody H15 next to us, but I was like, I don't care. I just curled up. I thought I'm going to have to. I must have looked a fucking clip in absolute state. Gets to, well, I think I got about Darlington. I rang my mum mm. and my parents don't. Well, my dad drinks but doesn't get drunk. My mum's teetotal, like doesn't drink, doesn't approve of alcohol. No sympathy at all. No sympathy. Them. So I rang my mum and I was like, mum. And I don't think I've ever really been drunk in front of my parents or even hung over in front of them because I just avoid it. I went, I need you to come meet us at the station because she was coming to the afternoon show. Yeah. What do you mean? I went, I, I can't do it. I can't walk. I, I, I need supervision. <laughs> and she was like, what uh, What are you on about? I was like, mum, I'm so ill. I think I'm dying. Like, oh my God. I was the, the most hungover I've ever, I was like, please, you have to, you have to come and meet us mm. at the station. So I get off the train and just, um, she wasn't there yet. So I just sat head on like the sort of handle of my suitcase. And all I heard was, look at the clip of you. And I was like, she's here. <laughs> so I left my bag with her to go and try and be sick. I must've looked rough. It's what? From Newcastle station to City Hall is maybe like, 15 20 minute walk me mom refused to walk through the town with us she took us the back way because <laughs> i'm not i'm not being seen in public with you i am not you an embarrassment Lauren. have you seen have you seen yourself and i was like yeah i look fucking uh, shit so my mom walked <laughs> that's it not was, helping it was like that bit with game of thrones you know she's like shame yeah, yeah, yeah. shame <laughs> so my mom's dragging this like the back routes through town so nobody see us and i was like mom i need like you know, like a chewy sweet or something like a starburst mm. like a bit of sugar so we went into a news agent and i was like i don't know i don't have any money i don't know where my bank card is like i've probably in my bag somewhere so my mom had to pay for these starbursts for us i'm fucking 26 <laughs> years old at the time whatever she's going to shock you have you seen her have you seen her think she's big and clever going to someone famous's wedding and now look at the, she's got a gig for charity now have you seen her she's got a gig for charity and i was like oh, i'm so sure sorry. that there's a lot for so your mental sorry. health before a gig, exactly <laughs> and then she turned took us to like the stage door the city hall to the bloody security guard she's like look at her no sympathy no sympathy and i've never i was an adult but when you just think i know i've taken the piss i know i'm too hungover i know i've gotten too carried away i know i've now got to face the consequences and yeah. do a gig and do it well it, but i was just so like the whole way like i'm so yes i do feel deeply ashamed <laughs> i'm so sorry yeah. so sorry oh well never mind eh? yes. uh, have you got any um stories just about like uh, relevant to being a woman in stand-up like if you had any horror stories hecklers mm. or weirdly i've never i'm gonna say this and now someone's gonna watch it and come and hecklers i've never had too much trouble with hecklers yeah. and i think it's because we're starting so young it almost caught people off guard because yeah. i'm not even when you see like picture a female stand-up i don't think you'd picture someone so young yeah mm. like so i think it almost like caught people on the back foot a bit of being like oh and because i looked a lot younger i do think some people were like Oh, well, it can't be me, Noah. Yeah. Can't, no, no. Yeah, you she's can't heckle a child. Can't, she's, she's an actual child. Yeah. And then even, I think I look a bit more my age now, but even up to like 24, 25, 26, I still looked like very early 20s. I think yeah. people wouldn't really bother. But what I did get is um, it was when I'd supported Catherine Ryan on tour somewhere. And by, I'm going to preface this with this isn't me shaming anyone. I just, I'd never experienced this before. I was quite young and I was in the car back with her and I got a message from someone who was an alternative shoe cleaner. And he was like, all I want to do is I want you to send me a pair of your shoes uh, used and I will lick them clean for 300 pounds and send them back. I was early 20s living in London fucking broke. I was like, sold. Yes, please. Of course. <laughs> and I read it out of Catherine and she was like, dude, don't don't even open it. Like, Because if you open it, like, they know you've seen it. And she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I could really do a 300 quid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could really do a 300 quid. I would have had to do this gig twice to <laughs> get what I could get from one pair of shoes. So I was with like, my fella in London at the time. 
And I remember like broaching it with him and he was like, absolutely, he was like, I don't feel comfortable with this. And I was like, it's 300, I went, I could go to Primark, buy a cheap shit pair of shoes, yeah. walk for them in them for five walk minutes and send them. them. Yeah. And he was absolutely dead against it. So I never what? did it because I was like, oh, I don't want to make him feel uncomfortable either. But then over the years, a few times, and I don't know if this is a general thing women in comedy get or is it something to do with me looking a bit younger or whatever. I've had a lot of people who want like, um, make it like stand in something sticky and send them like that and they'll pay for it yeah. and stuff mm -hmm. and i got i did a kids show um <laughs> a kids comedy show where the losing team got gunged and obviously as a kid of the 90s i was like yes fucking please because yeah, it, it was yeah. all a bit rigged obviously they were like we'll work out who's going to lose beforehand so whoever's going to get gunged is prepped for it and can have like clean clothes or whatever i was like i'll get gunged happily i must have been about 21-ish at the time, like early 20s. So I happily got gunge. So I put a picture of me on like Twitter or Instagram or whatever, obviously with all the gunge. And I was like, just an average day at work. That's the day I learned about the wet and messy community. Mm, I did not know. Or whatever it's called. I did not know yeah. that. And again, no shame. We all like what we like. But I I did not realise I was suddenly going to become the poster girl yeah. for the wet and messy <laughs> community. Yeah. And even years later, I would get random notifications that someone had liked that tweet or that picture and yeah, like years right. had passed. And I was like, again, I don't know if this is just a general being a woman thing or maybe <laughs> because I look a bit like young and innocent. But I was like, again, this all boils back to the confidence. If I had the confidence to just go, yeah, fuck it. I could be rich by now. I wouldn't need yeah. the OnlyFans. I would just send me shoes. I'd yeah, have the yeah. cleanest yeah. shoes on the fucking comedy circuit. No, but they're not clean. No, are they? They're, they're covered in riddled. shame. Yeah, they're just spit riddled. Uh, um, but yeah. yeah I'd, I'd well have done that. It's yeah. Like quid. yeah. Weirdly, the I The only scary not. thing with them is that sometimes they can get like a bit stalkery, you know? Well, I think that was far. my fella at the times worry and i think that's again is like a little anxious thing what was my worry of being like oh but if i say yes to this what if it progresses and as well with doing it's not like if i was just a girl with a normal job that's one thing but when you do comedy your every move is you know people know this weekend i am in this club yeah, this week, and yeah, i yeah. thought it gives people a lot more scope to find you easily yeah, like yeah. if i was just a random lass yeah. on the internet and he was like will you lick these shoes clean i'd be like sick he doesn't know who i am yeah. but it's weird when you're like when your workplace is essentially public viewing and then they yeah. you go they go good set tonight exactly like, yeah wow. shit like that's yeah. when it starts getting on i wanted to come say hello but yeah. i didn't know if i should and it's like oh well, this is actually creepier than yeah. if you just yeah, come yeah, and yeah, say yeah, hello yeah. one yeah. of my uh, clients when i used to do it they're from the northwest and ah. they go to comedy i don't know who they are yeah but anytime they could be there really? oh, that's yeah he's got videos of me <laughs> <laughs> what like on stage no like laughing, uh, his, little laughing at his penis uh. um <laughs> but if you leak them I can sue you. Exactly. <laughs> Women have rights. <laughs> yeah, about time. Um, okay, so we've got a question from Jay Rocks. He says, just wondered, is has Lauren had... A, what? Just wondered, is Lauren had any recommendations for comedy clubs? That doesn't make sense, does it? Have you got any any recommendations for comedy clubs where... In the Northeast or regular gigs she knows of, like Kai's. Mm, is this to like to like to watch or to watch go? Think, yeah. The stand definitely. So like the stand on a Wednesday. Do they like? This is why I love starting comedy in the northeast. I'm there soon. Are you for Red Roll in June? Oh, it's sick! Yeah. It's so good. So like, you know how normally at like a new act night or whatever, you you'll be lucky to gig to like a few people. Yeah. Red Roll, which is our like beginners, new act, new material night. 
it sells out. So yeah. it's got like 280 people there. It's so really popular with students because it's cheap. Mm. So you know you've got good people there because they're yeah. up for a laugh. They're up for a nice time. Um, that's a really good... That's when my boyfriend saw me gig for ah, the first time. Yeah. So my boyfriend saw me at Headliner Red Raw, which I fucking smashed, which I was very pleased about. <laughs> and then fast forward three months and he came up on my hinge and he had that he liked like James Acaster in his profile. And I was like, sick, he likes his comedy. I'm going to match with this guy. Um, and I never let on that I did stand up because I think when you're on the dating apps as a comic, if you've got any hint that you do stand up, they can just go look you up and form their own opinions on you. And I was like, I'd prefer people get to know me for me. And then, you know, all that stuff can come. And then as well, you know, they're not just after you because they think comedy's this cool thing. So I matched with them. Oh my God. I was like, this kid is funny. Like, I like him. It's absolutely amazing. Got texted and I was like, really fucking like this lad. This is, this is like, it's humor is on point. And normally like, I didn't find, I just don't find men very funny. No, no, but like, <laughs> you know, lads on the dating app, you can like tell it? they're trying <laughs> to be funny. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. humour is obviously such a tool to use yeah. and flirt in. But as a professional comedian, it's obvious when people are trying. trying it it gives the ick funny, a bit. Yeah. I was like, oh, just be yourself. He was so funny. Um, I hadn't let on anything about the comedy. And then he, I mentioned, I, I said I worked in comedy, but like behind the scenes. And I said I'd gone and worked at the Aussie comedy festivals. And he was like, I've been to Australia. Where have you been? He sent me some pictures. He hadn't cropped his Instagram handle out. And I was like, oh, fucking rookie mistake. Went Imagine if he had a picture of you at well, Sydney Opera House. He went, I went on his Instagram and it said, follow back. I was like, oh, so he already follows me. So he knows who I am. This is why this kid's being funny. Because yeah. he knows he's talking to a professional comic. And he's like, fuck, I've got to up my game. And I wasn't sure how to play it. And I spoke about it to my friend. She was like, how do you know he's following you? I went, it said, follow back. He's obviously already following us. I went, I've scrolled through. I've seen he's liked a couple of pictures. How do I play it? What do I do? And then I looked and he'd unfollowed us. I was like, oh, he's realised what he's done. So I went on the date with him and I just thought, I'm not, it's coming out of your mouth. I'm not, you're going to fucking, at the end of the day, I haven't technically lied to you. If you know who I am, it's up to you to say it. And I just baited him. So I started dropping bigger and bigger names. Oh, (laughs) yeah, I've worked with that person. I've worked, the more people he mentioned, oh yeah, I've worked with that person. I thought, I'm just going to breadcrumb it out of him. And eventually he just went, I don't think you just work behind the scenes in comedy. I, d- I don't think I'm sat in front of who I think I'm sat in front of. And I went, Tom, I know that you know exactly who you're sat in front of. And he was like, oh my God. He was like, I saw you at Red Row a few months ago. Thought you were funny. Thought you were fit. Followed you. He was like, didn't think I would ever yeah, end yeah. up on a date with you. And he was like, have I played it right? Or should I have let on sooner? And I was like, no, you played it right. I was like, because if you'd said, oh, I've seen you do stand up, probably would have felt Close awkward and stopped there, talking yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah oh, that's yeah good, good advice and go see red row and you might get a girlfriend out of it oh you uh, lie. <laughs> lie to your lie to your new partners exactly yeah. Never stop that's lying. really good and then um <laughs> we've got this thing called felt now in newcastle which we kind of started as like you'll have this obviously but like being like northwest as well people in london don't really have to travel for a gig they can make a living just never leave in london but if you live anywhere else, you've got to fucking travel. So they set up this thing in Newcastle, this bunch of comic called Felt Now, and it was just about making more gigs in Newcastle. So, yeah. like, obviously, like, if you want to make a living out of it, yeah, you still have to travel. But just so there was more work and more money in the Northeast for Northeast comics, if you go on their website, they hold, like, a bunch of gigs in all different places around Newcastle yeah. that wouldn't usually have had, like, a gig sort of thing. Oh, so that's really sick. Um and then I don't know if he is still doing them, but Kai's punch drunk ones yeah. were fucking class. Like. Yeah, yeah, they were they were boss. Um, yeah, I don't know if he's still running them or not. Yeah, I think I'm sure him and his brother 
do them? Yeah, I, I think they, they did oh, one maybe. not long ago. I don't know if it was like a one-off, but they are very good gigs. But yes, they, they would be like my three in Newcastle that are like... Yeah, they are standing there. Yes. Felt out. Felt out, yeah. Felt out. Would she ever... Would she ever do any of your live shows? <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, and if so, would ah. she bring the main star to the show, her boss, Dog? The dog. She's absolutely smashing it. Uh, Everyone um, loves my dog. What? I get so many comments about my dog. Like, I'll turn up to gigs and people are like, is the dog there? And I'm like, no. And they're like, for fuck's sake. What breed He's is half Jack Russell, half Poodle. So he's a little Jackapoo. He's called Ralph, so that we can be Ralph Lauren. Love it. Matching little denim jacket. I love them. And I love bringing, I normally like bring them to as many gigs as I can. Um, and he loves being there because he loves the attention. Yeah. He's really, really good. But I did do, when he was quite a puppy, I brought him a one gig and I was, I'm on stage and all he could hear was, oh, <laughs> in the green room. Yeah. And I was like, do you mind if I just bring him on stage? And everyone was like, get the dog. Oh, that's get the dog. Oh, so you brought him on <laughs> so stage. So he just came and sat and looked at us on stage like, oh, we should yeah. do that. We should do it with Dolly and Dave. He's just, one, I've got a little picture no. framed in my flat <laughs> and it's me doing a, a preview last summer. Um, and Ralph's on stage with it, and he's just lying, looking up at us, like Aww. proper proud. And I was like, "Oh, bless him! That's cute. so cute." We should have it. You should do a mild high dog, like a Crofts. Yeah, mm, that'll be fun. And I'll bring that Ralph. Will be fun. Yeah, but only your dog's only allowed to come. It can't be a talented dog. Like shit, Croft. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, yeah. To be yeah. exactly. Because yeah. Ralph's got yeah. no skills, so he's yeah, just a normal dog. <laughs> just normal dogs, normal Crofts. Yeah, we nice sound. What, what about genuinely like, a, a comedy like dog night in the shipping forecast? Yes, I think that'd be too chaos. Yeah, yeah, but just for in the a basement of with it. dogs. Yeah, they'd be fucking humping each other and That's funny. Showing though. the type five off. Yeah. Comedy. <laughs> yeah, if you marketed it as like it might be a bit crazy because it's just full of dogs. Yeah, yeah. It might be just fun. Do it. We'll do it once. Jay Allen will get battered by dogs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, just, we'll keep taping ham to his back. Because <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> they do like mother and baby gigs, don't they? They do gigs for like moms who can bring their babies, do they? The Cruft's idea is amazing. I, I'm so Brennan's on board for that. Brennan's got a dog. Like, just get all comics yeah. who've got dogs. I'll bring my yeah. dog. I think so on board. Dogs, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, we'll do Loads a dog. Loads of people we'll have got dogs. dogs but and we could do it in Kai's fucking... Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm so to on board. To Glasgow. Yeah. Uh, the dog um, and bone. Miles High shit, Cruft. Yeah. <laughs> we're having that. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, if you're ever down when we're doing one of our talent shows as well and you want to come on. Absolutely. Um, so we do we do them every month. Lovely. And people do all sorts of things, don't they? Crazy, Crazy yeah. things. Yeah, it's because I can drive now, so that gives me more Ooh. freedom. Ooh. Can't drive. It took me a year to learn to drive, and then my driving instructor was like ex army. I feel like every driving instructor is ex army. I don't know what well, it I is. Because um, no. <laughs> I had a refresher lesson the other day, and he was ex army, and I was like, why? Why are you all coming into driving instructors? But um, when I started learning, was when everything was kicking off in Ukraine, and he said he was from like over that way, and he was like, I know I could be called back to fight, and mm. I was like, oh, does that scare you? And he just went, I spend four hours a week in a car with you, nothing can scare uh, me anymore. And I was like, <laughs> if my driving is worse than Putin, uh, that's <laughs> when you know, like, that's when you know you need to fucking yeah. up your game a bit. Like, oh god, that's hilarious. That. Um, just speaking of the talent show, do you have any hidden talents? If I do, they're very hidden. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was just saying this to my fellow the other day. I was like, there must be something I'm good at that I don't know I'm good you at. It's like, I can't wait to find like what I'm secretly good at. Mm. Yeah. You have to let us know when you find it. Any instruments or anything? 
nah, no instrument. People always say I look like I can sing. Can't sing for shit. Cannot sing for shit. Um, what does that mean, though? Yeah. You look, look like, like, look you, like can you can sing. sing. I was like, I don't know again, it's because I've got the nice, like, speaking voice. Mm. So people are like, oh, I bet you've got a lovely sing. No. Here's a song. Here's a song, Lars. Here's a song. I did one on my Instagram stories last night about being in a hotel with no window. And I was like, staying in a hotel with no window. Don't know which way I'm going to go. And, like, <laughs> and I sat and, like, recorded this daft little song. And as I posted it, I was like, this is what being a comedian does to you. Because yeah. I've just got no social interaction. I'm yeah. in a hotel with no window. And I'm just like, well, why don't I just go sing a song on Instagram? Like that's, <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. normal twenty-nine-year-old girls do, isn't it? Yeah, that's funny, yeah. This is why I've got loads of friends. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Worthma says, "How's the driving going?" So oh yeah, passed. Passed. Very scared of driving. Any minors, majors? So I can't pass I with the major. I failed my first one with three majors. Um, uh, oh, I took a tractor wrong. I did something else wrong. How did oh. it wrong? Apparently I didn't Backwards. give it enough space and I was like, it's a fucking tractor, which space does it need? Um, but then I passed my, I passed second time. So I was very, but I didn't tell anyone I was redoing it. I told yeah. my boyfriend, but I was like, I went, if I can get one major, yeah, it's still a fail, but it's progress. So <laughs> yeah. I went in kind of, I'm probably the only person who's gone into a driving test thinking if I can just get one major, <laughs> we're improving. But I passed that one. I only had three minors. So I did, did better there, but yeah, I found it very stressful. Yeah. Very, and um. My like toxic trait is um, I get very grumpy very easily. Mm. So I feel like I'm quite a chill, reasonable person. But I think it's from being a perfectionist as a kid yeah. and a high achiever as a kid. Like school came very easy to us. Like studies came very easy. I then did a drama degree. So that wasn't hard. <laughs> Anytime as an adult, I can't do something because I've never really struggled before. Mm. I'm the kind of person where things came quite naturally just go into brat mode, full uh, brat mode, really. And I feel sorry for my driving instructor because I must have been really difficult to teach because the second I couldn't do something, I'd just be like, well, that's it then. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll just stop. Lauren, we're in the middle of the A1. Well, I guess we'll just stop. No. <laughs> I guess and we're that all is, dead now. <laughs> I just go into a little brat and I wish, like if I have a kid, I'm going to encourage them to fail more because yeah. I feel yeah. like as a, as a kid, I was always like, oh, but you have to do well. You have to be the best, blah, 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 That's blah, what blah. they say about like participation trophies. Yeah. And everyone, there's no winner at this competition. Exactly. And everyone gets a little trophy and all that. And it's like, yeah, that's nice. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't teach the right things of like, yeah. oh, I wasn't as good there and I need to exactly. learn how to do that. So maybe next time I win. That's and the like, thing. Just more of like a healthy, competitive nature. Definitely. And especially because like, obviously when you're younger, everything's about like, academic isn't it being yeah. academic and I was academic so I'd never re there was things I found harder than others but on the whole I'd never really struggled to understand anything yeah, right. so then suddenly I get to adulthood and even like when I was at uni well, especially like me masters when things got a bit harder even though it was drama it was hard drama <laughs> anytime I couldn't do something my just instinct was just to feel upset feel embarrassed and then just all that came out was like mm, like bratty right. behavior so that i think that's why it took me so and i apologize to george my driving instructor who, <laughs> who's gone back to the uk <laughs> who now. had to deal with brat mode lauren quite a lot <laughs> that was one of our other several questions for your toxic trait we also asked you saving grace but just the end of this question is has she been over a humpback bridge yet that makes your belly go woo haven't but i had for the first time the other day is it like is it called a blind summit or something yeah yeah i went so i'm like <laughs> my boyfriend's trying to direct us in these like country lanes like to his parents house and i was like i can't 
the, there's nothing on the other side. He was like, no, it's called the Blind Summit. And that I liked that. Mm, that was really fun. I was like, woohoo. The Willy Wobble. The Willy Wobble. <laughs> yeah. the Willy Wobble. Yeah. The sign says hidden dip, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I love it, mate. Little barbecue It's sauce. like when you jump in a lift, isn't it? Yeah. And you're like, belly goes. <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> uh, and then we just got one of Jane Pickering says, please ask Lauren if she knows Sam Fender. I loved her set at Hot Water last night, by the way. I don't know him, but I am, going to, I am going to see him James at St. James's Park in Who's Sam Fender, June, singer? The singer, yeah. Is he from Newcastle, is he? He's from Shields, yeah, quite near Newcastle. But um, Your mum and stepdad live in Shields. Really? I left my notebook there last week and I'm gutted. <laughs> I like Shields. You're mailing it back to me, though. You're mailing it back to me, but He's I was like, now. it's just a horrible thing to lose, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you're fucking all your thoughts. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I did horrible. that. Um, <laughs> horrible, I don't know. And especially if it's like an early days notebook and you're like, those are early thoughts that haven't been filtered yet. When I was writing my Edinburgh show last year, uh, I'd been doing previews, so I write for like previews. It'll all be like bullet points. But like I say, early days, a lot of the notes don't really make sense. Or on paper, look fucking mental. It makes sense in your head. But exactly. you go, I just need to jot this down, jot that down for stage. And I whatever. left this notebook at a theatre in That's Newcastle when I was doing a gig. So I rang them straight away. And as well, it was my preview for my new show, the, sh- the show I was doing. And then you just think, oh my God, that's my fucking, yeah. this is my shot. Like, this is my show. And I rang them and they were like, we'll go and look for it. And they're like, it's not there. And all I could think was, some cunt stole it. Yeah. And like, are they gonna send like, it back? I've licked show? it clean for you. <laughs> <laughs> I've licked all the pages I've off. I've licked the thoughts off the page. Yeah. But I remember being so upset. And luckily, I've got like a relatively good memory. And I'd done the preview. I'd done like three or four previews. So I was like, I think I could. But it kind of forced us to remember what I'd written. Yeah. And the shit bits I probably forgot. And I only really remember the bits <laughs> yeah, where I was like, yeah, like yeah. that works, that works, yeah. that works. But oh, like oh, you say, it you feel like you've lost. People don't realize it's how important. Brain. Oh, you lost a notebook, did you? Yeah. It's not a notebook. It's what's in the notebook. Exactly. Yeah. People Rather open it going. I've lost fuck? my genius. That's what I've yeah. lost. Have <laughs> uh, we got it? Have they sent it back? Yeah. They're, they're mailing it back to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, is that it? We, is it. there anything else? No, that's all. Uh, yeah. Cracking that's on and. So we've done nearly two hours there. Nice. Wow. Flew by. What a lovely time. Lovely, lovely stuff. Uh, is um, there anything you want to plug? Um. Uh, just. Just come follow me on Instagram. Yeah. Lauren Patterson. I'll, I'll chuck any gigs I'm doing on there. Yeah. Very nice. Is you right. do a pod? I'm going to start one. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to start Keep one. I've been saying that. for ages, I'm going to start one. I'm going to start one. But 2023. Yes. Finally right. going to commit to it. Yeah. This year? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What year yeah. is this? Nice, <laughs> uh, nice one for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Uh, Thank you. Go follow Lauren and uh, check her out. Stand yeah, up Yeah, it's been great. Thanks Thank so much you. for having yeah. um, Anything yeah. coming up, Callum? Anything you want to plug? Ah, I'm saying just follow us on Instagram. Follow on Instagram. Have you got a Tuesdays. performance you want to plug? No, no, I haven't got one. <laughs> I have. It's uh, 17th of May, Albert Schloss. Oh, that was a good look for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Paul Smith's coming, apparently. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. You're not yeah, you ready for that. Waggy Willie and his yes. There's loads going, you know. I know, I'm not surprised. People keep asking me about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. Oh. It's going to be mental. It's going to be horrendous. Uh, every way. Tuesday, ship and forecast. Come down. Uh, Callum's hosting every other Monday a hot water. Yeah. Want to see Callum a hosting? Um, go down there and um, Patreon live shows and ev- all the specials are over on Patreon. Extra episode every week and all yeah, that. A couple of pings and for new patrons signed up. Oh, welcome! On the way up. We're on the After way. I thought I was on that pterodactyl porn thing. Yeah. It's probably the police. It's probably the police signing up to see if there's any Lolita porn on the Patreon. Shoe cleaners. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you like this, you want to see more. There's loads of stuff over on the Patreon. Uh, you sign up for three pound, you get access to everything that's already on there as well. 
Um, and yeah, come down to live shows, comedy shows, and all that. And take it easy. Love yous. See you, Bolt. Love you. Thank See you. See you in a bit. Bye. Nice one again, Lauren. Cheers. Bye. 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 Thank you.